2: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
3: Rick, Jill, and Smokestack Having fun with the world gone crazy.
2: All right. all brought
4: to you by Farron fair Well, the sunny update is. Yes. We have to section stuff off so everybody gets a little piece of us. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Unfortunately, we have to start with the just horrific news out of Israel. It's, it gets worse by the minute. It's yesterday, if you saw it, well, I hope you didn't see it. It's that awful. It's uh, the initial attack where they're coming in and was it like hang gliders or?
5: They flew in. They came by sea. They came by air. They, I mean, they came a bunch of different.
4: But they flew into this dance party on the border it was of. was a music festival. Israel and Gaza. You know, they were dancing and stuff. And anyway, they flew in on, looks like, those parachutes you kind of, you know, control. It
6: mm-hmm.
4: was like a hundred of them in the sky and everybody's dancing to the music and everything. And you look up and somebody has their phone trained on these, whatever, lack of a better term, paragliders or whatever they were. It's scary that nobody noticed that the sky is full of Hamas. They didn't know who was Hamas, but there's full of people descending towards them. And nobody noticed. They're oblivious, except for one person, a guy who's looking up at the sky with his head tilted like a dog does when you do a weird whistle, and the person on the phone. And nobody says anything, and they're getting closer and closer. And then the carnage that ensues is unbelievable. If you see this... You will you'll be on the side of let Israel go and do what they need to do because there's people out there right now that are like making excuses. Oh
5: yeah. Celebrity like where are all the celebrities that wanna jump in on every cause and change their Instagram profile to a black square or do this and this square and, and stay this and make this day. Where are they at? They gotta where wait you and at? see
7: what the official word is, then they'll go with it because their publicist deems it safe.
5: Well, like Kylie Jenner put something up that said I stand with Israel and a bunch of Palestinians, I guess fans of hers jumped all over her and she took it down. Now, these
7: Didn't people. Uh, is Blinken cool? take something down too.
4: Yeah, Blinken uh, was uh, pointing out yesterday that uh, in a tweet that um, he sides with Turkey. Turkey was suggesting an immediate ceasefire and a peaceful resolution. These people don't get it. Okay, you got to understand. Let's say this is the United States. Let's do an equivalency here. Let's do math. They lost over a thousand people when this started on Saturday. If this were the United States, you do it with the population, it would have been twenty thousand here in the United States. What would we have done? I mean, maybe not with Biden in office, but normally George W. Bush in office or, you know, Trump. What would we have done? We would do exactly what Israel is doing. I would hope we would do exactly what Israel yeah. doing. And we got to let them. Remember yesterday I told you, here's what's going to happen. Remember that guy? Who did I have on that? Um, I forget the guy that was on that said, what we got to do now is let them do what they need to do. DeSantis.
5: Right. Well, you know, the thing is, too, you don't get to, one country doesn't get to attack another country. And then when the other country, it's their turn to fight back. You go, oh, no, 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 time out, time out. Let's just stop. No, sorry. War doesn't work
7: that way. No, and like that video you're talking about, it looked like Red Dawn.
5: It did. Exactly. That's exactly it what just it looked like. just like that
7: when the paratroopers are coming down and the little kids are at school going,
5: look, parachutes. It's like, no, 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 this is bad. And how many people do you think at that music fest thought it was like a flash mob something or other going, oh, cool, look at the things. It's coming no, down most of them weren't even looking up.
4: It was the craziest thing in the world. It's really eerie. But,
7: I mean, honestly, if that were to happen, yeah, your first instinct is to go, let's go,
4: you know. No, but you would run. Get out of the way. Go run for your life because, you know, they they can only run as fast as they are because they weren't bringing vehicles. Anyway, but, um, yeah, so Blinken said that he sided with Turkey, immediately took it down. You know, Turkey's opinion that this should be a ceasefire immediately and all this stuff. Yeah, ceasefire after what this happened. No, there's no ceasefire. Mm -mm. They should do what they're doing right now. It's, they're scorching the earth, and here's two things that are going on. Israel told the Palestinians and the Palestinian state and everybody that's in Hamas, well, actually the Palestinians, to uh, move to these areas. These are the areas we're not targeting. Mm-hmm. That's what the Israelis told, armed forces told them. Then Hamas issued a statement saying, "No, don't do that. That's that's not that's disinformation. Stay exactly where you are. You know why." Because these scumbag lowlife, they use this. They use people as shields. Mm-hmm. Children, grandmothers, mothers, fathers. They use them as shields. That's why they want them to stay put. Mm-hmm. So you know, and there will be people that would listen.
5: Well, unfortunately you expect them not to fight back when they have a lot of their family members and women and children kidnapped, held hostage, and they said they're going to start executing people and streaming it live, either on social media or television, you think Israel's going to go, okay, we'll cease fire, it's fine, it's fine. Well, here's what they look at. Hamas is looking at that. They're going to stream that, They said, and they
4: will do it. They're going to execute people live on a stream, and they said they're going to do it. You know why? They're
5: terrorists. That's what terrorists
4: do. But why are they doing it? Because you know what? While they have hostages, they know one thing. Under the Biden administration, they're going to get money.
5: Well, yeah, they know we won't do anything. Not Biden's o- not going to do anything. Not That's only we will we
4: not do anything, we will trade money for hostages. We will give them another $6 billion? What the hell? We just did it. I thought we don't negotiate with terrorists. We, yep. we used to not.
5: And people will still vote for Biden. Isn't that something?
4: Anyway, um, this is Jonathan Greenblatt. He's a big, huge lib. But even he has some thoughts about this that are contrary to what he usually says. Here he is.
8: Say, I love this show and I love this network, but I've got to ask who is writing the scripts?
4: You see, on MSNBC, this is, this is a guy who, lo- you just heard him. He's a big lib, huge lib. And uh, he is uh, working with the Anti-Defamation Anti-Defama- League, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and he's talking about what's going on in Israel.
8: Hamas The people who did this, they are not fighters, Jonathan. They are not militants. And I'm looking right at the camera. They are terrorists. It is a barbarian who rapes and brutalizes women, who kills children in front of their parents. And then... Brings them over to Gaza, who literally, we've heard all these reports, and we know these aren't just reports. These were filmed gleefully by the barbarians who committed these grotesque crimes. They filmed, for example, an elderly woman in her home in one of these towns. They burned her alive in her house because she was too infirm to take out. And, you know, parading women bleeding from the crotch because they were raped throughout Gaza while people hoot and holler and cheer. So look, you know, when we say oh this was an escalation, it was bound to happen. I am sorry. This was a massacre that was preplanned. This was not destined to happen. It is not normal to shoot teenagers in the back, hundreds of them. So I just think like guys Get the story right and all these pictures of like, you know, missiles or the rubble in Gaza. Please talk to the Israeli mothers and fathers who lost their children. Talk to the grandchildren whose grandparents were seized as hostages. And please stop calling this a retaliation. This is a defensive measure against an organization that is committed to one thing killing jews not a peaceful resolution of a conflict but murdering jews
4: because if you watch msnbc and the people they parade around there talib and all the other ones it looks like
5: they're on the side of the palace of the hamas
4: uh rashid
5: talib Yep, is that her name yep has a palestinian flag on the outside of her office in the capitol building and anyone you,
4: cares. And you look at this network, and this network, all they do is if the Republicans, they wait to see what the Republicans are going to say, and if the Republicans say A, they have to say B. It's not even like a discussion. They don't have a meeting or anything. It's just, it's- it's. I'm if, the opposite of you. Yeah, if this were a human being, you would say they have a oppositional disorder, which is an actual, it's a thing. So, uh, that's what he's talking about. And this guy, Jonathan Greenblatt, is, let me tell you, he's no friends of anybody on Fox News. He won't go on there. He's He's a- Die Hard Lib. And he goes on MSNBC and, and says, cut the crap, man. You're lying to people. You are. Now, a uh, good question here. I got Scott Lebeto of New York. He's a artist and an activist. He's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Or Trump. I don't think I have time to play both, but which one would you like?
5: Did you edit?
4: Scott? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because this is a question you have to ask.
2: My Jewish friends. Some of you continue to vote for Democrats. You have to know by now that the Democrat Party, the Bidens, the Obamas, they don't like you. Yes, it is Hamas, Hamas, whoever you say it, and these animal terrorists, barbarians, and Iran... That is causing this horror that we are watching unfold. I still can't fathom it. And I know you can't. Yes, we blame them. But how did it come to be? It's the Democrat, Joe Biden, Obama. Joe Biden just gave Iran $6 billion. What do you think they're doing with the money that that's going to eventually come to them? What do you think? We have no strength See, whether you want to hear it or not, Donald Trump kept the world in order through peace, through strength. This weak-ass piece of sh and his administration <laughs> are telling everybody, do what you want, and you know what? I'm going to pay you for it. It boggles my mind, my Jewish friends. Please tell me why you continue to vote. For these people that hate you,
4: yeah, it's it's hard to understand. I'll play the Trump too. He said the same thing.
2: I can't imagine how anybody who's Jewish or anybody who loves Israel, and frankly, the evangelicals love just love Israel. I can't imagine anybody voting Democrat, let alone for this per this this man who's who's totally. He was shot thirty years ago. He's more shot now. But the problem was all caused by crooked Joe Biden.
4: Yeah, I mean. Um and there's still people out there that will sit there and argue with you that that $6 billion has nothing to do with it because they drink the Kool-Aid. They listen to the major networks, and they're all lying to you. They're, I mean, you don't have any proof of that. <laughs> are you kidding me? The whole show's based on that.
5: <laughs> it's true.
4: I mean, if it weren't for the fact that the three major networks lied to you, I wouldn't have much content here. Because, yeah, what will we do? Because the stuff we're telling you is the stuff that nobody else is going to tell you. I mean, there are some spatterings of, you know... Some talk show host, once in a while by accident on one of the local news stations, they'll say something and you'll go, Oh my God, they actually did the news. Now back to safety with children's bicycle helmets for 30 minutes. But uh, yeah, I mean, $6 billion. <coughs> by the way, yesterday I heard what Jill said on the air. I heard it later in the day. Somebody, I heard some rumblings of taking the money back.
5: Well, that's what I was asking. I said, Why don't we freeze the money? What's going on there? Why don't yeah. we? Well, you think that'd be the first thing they'd do. Or,
4: I mean, why why release it back to them in the first place? Well, because they have to get those five Americans, which, you know, I'm all for getting American hostages back. But But again,
7: you're America. Drop SEAL Team 6 on their asses.
9: You know what I'm saying? What are you doing?
4: Yeah. Well, it's easier just to, you know. Pay them. Pay, yeah,
6: pay Obama, The money
4: that we already don't have. We dropped cash and pallets during the Obama administration, and this time we just wrote them a check to a bank nearby where they can go if they have a humanitarian card. We're out of money to be buying stuff. We just need to start... Doing what we normally do to other people.
5: So we haven't heard from Joe Biden, Obama. Nobody said anything. Where? What's he doing?
4: Obama made a statement yesterday, and it basically was uh, what all Democrats are trying to do: straddle the line. Yeah, I agree with Israel, but you know, then there's this, and then you know, it doesn't work this time. Uh -uh. And then Biden's coming out today. He's going to do a speech somewhere around ten or eleven o'clock this morning, depending on when he gets up. Huh? Weren't they putting a big lid on him? Or no, that's just no, public they, appearances. They needed outside of a it. day to write a speech, and oh. they oh. wrote the speech. Is so- that why he had a
5: cookout on Sunday after all this happened? Oh, the was-
4: barbecue? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, here's something even scarier because I still, when you see this kind of thing, you think, oh, that's not going to happen here. That's not the kind of thing that happens in the United States. Are we really? You know how many Palestinians have crossed the border in Mexico and New America? Yep. We have no idea. Biden administration has lost count has lost track of millions of migrants. We've had the city of Los Angeles move through here since he's been in office, and now they admit it that they have no idea how many people and who they are that just came in here. Uh, an interim report that just came out 61 pages from the GOP House Judiciary Committee says the number of illegal immigrants encountered in the US-Mexico border exceeded 2.2 million in the first 11 months of the 2023 fiscal year. Ugh. Just in just this year.
5: Now, now imagine that because people will go, "Oh, this is over in the Middle East and it's fine and we're fine." Uh Yeah, then we're going to get involved. And then you have all these people just waiting to cross over the southern border. What's going to happen? That's my fear.
4: Well, here they are uh, still saying that the reason they're building the 20 miles of wall in Texas, which, by, by the way, is a mobile wall. I don't know what that means. It's on wheels or something. If we can move it, they can move it, too. A mobile wall? Yeah, yeah. But what do you Car- mean
5: a mobile wall? I what don't know. It it's got wheels. You can just roll it right just up Just park thing. a
4: train in front of it. There we go. Well, they did that in Arizona. That kind of worked. But oh, the um, shipping containers? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh, the White House press secretary, uh, still says, oh, we're building the wall because we have to follow the law. Really?
10: We believe that a border wall is not effective. You heard that from the president when your colleague Selena asked him directly. He said, we don't believe it's effective. We have asked Congress to actually actually help us, you know, uh, use these funds in smarter, more effective ways. That's what we've asked for. They refuse, but we're going to continue to ask for Congress, especially Republicans who are holding this back, to act.
4: So so what they're saying, they actually had a meeting. This is this is how self-absorbed these people are. They're so self-absorbed in their massive stupidity. They had a meeting and decided the lie they were gonna tell this time is that, well, let's just tell them that our hands are tied and we're forced to build this wall, even though we don't like it because of the law. These people, the last thing they follow is the law. Right. <laughs> so all of a sudden now it's not our fault.
3: So border wall is ineffective, why is the Homeland Security Secretary saying that it's necessary to prevent unlawful entries into the United States?
10: I've not seen that full, that full statement. I know- uh, that no, I, 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 I hear here. you. I'm just saying I've not seen full, his full statement uh, on that. What I can t- speak to is for the President. The President has been very clear that he doesn't believe it's, a, it's effective. He answered <laughs> that question of your colleague. That's what I can speak to. That's what we're going to talk about. And we've actually said there are smarter ways and more effective ways in dealing with this.
2: But the money then was- a wall? That but, makes the most sense you could possibly make. But the
4: money was appropriated for it and we can't change it. Oh, we can you can circumvent 2,000 other laws. By the way, they removed 26 laws. They got around 26 actually existing laws right now to build this 20 miles of wall. So This, this is what I don't get. What would be more effective than a wall? Right. A moat? What's your plan? <laughs> well, Trump had an idea of an alligator moat. I'm just saying. I feel like a wall is the simplest thing you could start with. It slow you down. I think we need to put our military on the border. That's exactly what Trump would do if he just got in office. That's what he said he would do. I don't know if he would, but hey. Or we can just we can just do a cheerleader thing down there for the border patrol there, like Jill Biden did. You know, we can do it. We can do this. So
9: say it with me. See say adresse The future is ours. <laughs> How about
4: being the vice president of the United States? You go down there and you insult the entire Latin American community by mispronouncing a simple word. Like Bodega. First lady. Oh, Bodega. Oh, or, or, or calling them breakfast tacos.
9: Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the
10: diversity of this community. As distinct as the Bogadas of the Bronx.
4: You think they could have had a little, just a moment work. okay, Joe, this is how you pronounce it, Bodega, okay? There's even a guy who sings Mambo number no. five. You ever heard the song? He's, <laughs> his name is, yeah, but that didn't happen.
9: As beautiful as the blossoms of
10: Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. You're all tacos. You're right Let's hear it for you. You're yeah. all
2: wow. breakfast tacos.
7: Like, I just don't have any words this morning for that level of well, pandering then. and like, you're so, so disconnected from anybody. I'm not really, I'm not Spanish at all. I don't
4: live in New York. I know what a bodega is, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get to the biting. Ugh. 16-year-old student bit, uh, what's the name of this high school?
11: I uh, Mantanzas?
4: Oh Matanzas Matanzas high school staff member who tried to break up a fight he bit him that are biting that is that
5: what we're doing So it was two peep, two girl was it two girls that were fighting each other and then they tried to separate them and whoever went in and tried to separate them she bit the teacher or their counselor whoever was the teacher. Yeah, kids
7: are like dogs you can't break up the fight you'll get bit you have got to kick them in the butts <laughs> until they stop
4: the sheriff said the lack of respect for teachers and staff will not be tolerated. well it seems like you're tolerating it because it causes more to happen yep. Sheriff uh, Rick Staley said in a release, School staff and teachers are here to teach you. Don't fight in school. That'll stop them. Takes a bigger person to walk away from. No, we need to have discipline in Thank school. You. We have no discipline. Thank you. Nobody. There's no. Hey, if, if if you're a minority, guess what? You get away with a lot more than white people. Hundred no, percent. We need blanket discipline for everyone. Doesn't matter what your skin color is. We have to
5: stop being racist about this. Exactly. What if you break the here's here's what it takes to go to school. You have to function like a human in society. And if you can't follow these rules. Guess what? You don't get to go. Oh, but, children! then what about the children? They don't get to learn if we suspend them. Tough crap. That's, That's the parent's responsibility. That's the punishment.
7: Yes.
4: I love that sound. It's very fun. <laughs> it's always on the butt, right? D- usually, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, good luck, Staley, with all the biting in the schools and everything. You do when are they going to so the teachers? so many
5: fights in schools, and the teachers can only do so much. They try to break it up, but some of these kids are relentless. And guess what? Do they get suspended? Do they get expelled? Oh, no, it's giving to detention, and it's fine. We'll talk with your mom, and then you can come back to school. No, you don't get to come back. You can't behave. Yeah. If I brought my dog to a doggy daycare, and it was biting the other dogs, guess what they would tell me? You can't bring him here anymore. You
4: can't. And social justice is not treating uh, people with different skin colors differently. Social justice is giving everybody the equal opportunity to succeed in this Mm -hmm. country. You know, doing away with racism and that. Uh, respect makes a lot of sense. That is social justice, but the kind of social justice we think we're doing now is controlling outcomes by uh, treating one group better than the other uh-huh. group or differently. That's that's actually racism, and I won't say in reverse. It's not in reverse. It's just playing out racism. Doesn't right. matter whose uh, skin we're talking about here. But finally, with all this stuff going on, there's still shows out there. You listen to shows on the radio and TV complete, you know what, late night TV. Have you heard late night TV lately? I'm not up that late No, I, ever since the writer's strike, I just... Well, I see clips right of it on, you know, when I do the the searching for stuff and I right? see clips of Jimmy Kimmel and stuff like that. What are they doing? They're talking about stuff nobody cares about.
5: Well, it's, it's I think there's some people that are... Oh yeah, that's too serious. We're not gonna touch that. We're not gonna. That's too controversial. We're not going after that. So we're just gonna talk about America's favorite pizza topping. Let's yeah. just keep it simple. Studies show that has mass appeal. Oh, Jill, I don't tell know.
4: me about your fall cookie recipes.
5: I mean, yeah, I mean that's all they. I they don't, they don't want to touch it with a ten foot pole. I don't want to go near it.
4: Here's some of the headlines that uh, I gleaned from uh, some of the best of late night television lately. Now on the Rick Stacy
7: Show, who gives a shit?
4: Headlines: Bravo's Married to Medicine drops trailer and premiere date. Who gives a shit? Drake taking a break from music to deal with stomach issues.
1: Oh poor baby.
4: Who gives a shit? Broadcaster announces Taylor Swift was not at the game on Sunday. Whoa! Who gives a s**t? Sh-? Headline, there's a growing divide between Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Oh, God! Who gives a sh-? Breaking news, Rihanna dances with her husband, ASAP Rocky, for his 35th birthday. Let's say it as soon as possible. Who gives a sh-?
3: This has been Who Gives a S**t? Sh-? The Sunny Update.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue.
11: Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest.
3: Rick's DC Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack, having fun with a world and gone crazy.
5: Crazy Talk brought to you by All Electric Services. So there's this trend going around. Uh, I find it very interesting. It's the nomad lifestyle. What's he doing? He's trying to do your weird news. It's fine. He can jump in in a little bit. Rick's very irritated with you right now, Smoke. He, he, needs, you in, he needs you in your cage on the microphone. In case you need fart noises. But then
4: you need weird- I know. Can you, imagine, can you imagine you're watching Kimmel and he's the show starts? The cameraman's
5: just pointed this way and then he's just trying to do a show. Chair's
4: and- empty and Kimmel's backstage organizing his paper paperclips.
5: Oh, should I carry on or do you want to yell oh, a little I'm bit more? I'm Kimmel
7: here. I'm the guy that points at the camera when you're ready to No, you're me.
4: not. You're not the floor director. He wants you to be a part of it, Smoke. He's waiting coming, until you... I'm coming, I'm coming. That's fine. You might as well be absent.
7: You'd be yelling if you didn't have any weird news
5: next. Probably. Where's
7: my weird?
5: God. I get no respect around here. None. Um, so I, when I read this headline, I thought, I have to preface this for you because I thought, oh my God, this is going to be insane. Because you follow, I follow people on Instagram that have this nomad lifestyle. Remember, I talked about it before. They live in Vans. a van yeah. and then they soup them up and they do stuff like that, right? And they travel around. So I read this, and I thought, gosh, I'm, I'm dying to know more about this guy. Here's the headline, and then I'll explain the story to you. I lived in cars for eight years in order to become debt-free. Now I never have to work again. Now, without me telling you the story, what comes to your mind? What do you think of when you think of that? What would you, Where would you think that story was going?
7: Um, I... I don't know. I don't either.
5: Okay, in my brain, I thought you lived in a car for eight years in order to become debt-free. Eight years. Yeah, it says now I never have to work again. So I thought, wow, he probably saved up a ton of money. He's super rich. Oh, no,
4: no, no. Uh, Then I'll tell you, uh, he got used to living in a car. He likes it now. I'll never need to get a house now.
5: So here's how it turns out. He was like, you know, when you have no rent, no bills to pay, the money just stacks up. I guess he lived uh, off of some cash that he made... From his job, he wasn't really dependent on anything because he started living in cars in 2015. He's working for an automotive engineer making about 11.50 an hour. Um, and he was determined to find a solution to the housing crisis. Now, again, this is back in 2015. So he said, I'm just going to live in my vehicles. He had, I think it was a Dodge Dakota truck. And he's been driving it since high school, lived there. He was by himself, so for him, it was it was fine. He was pulling all-nighters, and so the boss at the automotive um, place let him kind of leave the truck on the property of work so he could be safe. And he used the bathroom there and stuff like that. And uh, then after that, he thought, gosh, you know what? I got to upgrade. And he upgraded and, upgraded and upgraded and upgraded to different trucks. Well, then he got a girlfriend. Then the girlfriend got pregnant. So he was like, okay, time to get a real house. So I'm thinking in my head, after I read the headline, And we never have to work again. I'm thinking, oh, they got this nice house. And it's him and his girlfriend and the baby. And he never has to work again. Because, look, I sacrificed eight years of my life living in cars. And now we're living the life. No, they're living in a, um, it's not even a double wide. It looks like a shipping container on on, uh, cinder blocks. And it's got sheets hanging over the top of it. And he said he lost his job, but they're doing fine just getting by. And that's how he likes it. And he bought the land. So that this, I don't know if he's planning on building a house eventually on this land. Why does my mic keep cutting out?
4: Well, I have no idea. Your headphones are in loose? Um, yeah. So, um,
5: so I'm thinking, oh, they're going to build this house. And he's like, "No, I bought the land because I eventually want to buy fifty trucks and have trucks on my land." But he's cool with living in the he
4: wants to have trucks on his. Okay, this is somebody that's just deranged. Isn't that
5: yeah. a weird thing? Like that, you, you're you're quitting your job. You you live in the thing. Wait, in the did car. He quit or did he try- get fired? Well, he eventually says he lost his job. They got
7: tired of me peeing in the shrubs.
5: <laughs> but you think the whole reason behind having a lifestyle like this, at well, least with the people I I follow, is saving up money. While I'm young, I can travel, I can do this, I save up money. A lot of them are content creators, and that's how they make money while they're traveling and don't have to pay rent. And then eventually, settle down, get an apartment, get a house, what have you. So that's what I thought this was going to end like. And when I saw the picture, I was like, oh, no, no. not what I thought. <laughs> okay. We live out
7: here in another truck. And I teach my baby son to hunt for squirrels.
5: No, speaking of son, now there's this other lady. Ready for this? All right. She did quit her job to live in a tent with her son, who I believe is 14. Oh, oh, I saw this. That looks nice. So that's kind of cool. So she decided she was she's never been really like an outdoorsy person. And it started when she was going to do this 40 day camping challenge. She was going to, excuse me, she was going to camp for 40 days to see if she could do it. And she had got this little tent at Walmart and she kind of pitched it up and, you know, had a little place to cook her meals and pee outside like you do when you're camping. And then she decided, wow, I really like it out here. My mental health is really a lot better than it was. So she goes and trades in her small tent for a really large tent. I think it was like an $1,800 tent. Fits like two beds under there. And then she got a, uh, like a wood fire a burning stove that she set up. She has a whole chimney popping up through her tent. She, she got has the couches from her old house in there. Got, yeah. It she, nice. She set up a whole thing. Now, it does get really cold where she is. I forget. I think she's in New York, yeah, upstate New York. Sure. And she... Oh, wow. has to collect firewood and things like that and keep warm, but her son likes it, but her son doesn't have to do it all the time, so she shares custody of her son with her ex-husband who lives in a house, so I guess (laughs) the son gets to like, Dad, do I have to go (laughs) to the tent again?
4: I mean, all the son's got his
5: own little side
4: tent, and it looks cool. I'm looking at his tent. It's got plywood on the ground. Well, yeah, they all do. They look like circus
5: it's like a little yeah, it's kind of like a commune. If you like if you've ever seen what a commune looks like, it's kind of like that.
7: I don't know. Well, she used to watch I think she lived in the city and ended up paying like almost $3,000 a
4: month.
5: Yeah, it was like $2,500 like a, a, a month. Closet.
4: She has a MacBook Pro on her bed there inside well, the Yeah, tent. she's
5: got like a whole setup there. She does social, she she does uh knitting and that's her her business, I guess, on the side like a content creator, but she sells her stuff. So like that blanket you see over her bed, she knitted that. And so she knits and then she sells it online. So she's able to make money that way. Whose land is she on? Hers? Um, she's, she bought the land. That's oh, her land. Okay. All right. So she's able to camp there and she, you know, she got a solar generator and um, that allows her to kind of run her business. It was like only $1,500. I didn't realize solar generators are not that expensive. Um, she built a wood stove. She's got hmm. blankets, rugs, furnishings, things the like ship that. ship water
4: so. in, truck comes <laughs> she, in every
5: month. She, yeah. And she, well, she goes and gets her own Firewood and her own water and Hey, whatever gets you off nom- I couldn't do it Nomadic lifestyle, there you go Yeah, no. but I
7: mean, it's at the same time Like, you're not getting stuck in a red light You're not dealing with kooks all over the
4: place and
7: Gonna
12: pay $20 for parking Excuse me, sir, do you have time to like- Well, you don't have to
4: live in a tent to be done with that stuff
5: you could build a log cabin in the middle of nowhere. I could live nowhere. in my house right
4: now. and Never drive here.
5: Well, I'll tell you what. Yeah, but you're still you're dependent still on at Costco
4: at some point in the game.
5: You got to go grocery shopping. No, I got and...
4: Amazon can bring it to the house.
5: What about your uh, your utility bill? You're still on the but, grid technically. Yeah. No,
4: I got solar panels.
5: Can you live strictly on the solar panels? No,
4: I can't. But I can get a battery. <laughs> okay. Then I can get like one of those things you run on and it makes you electricity.
7: So
5: I Rick, was. Have
4: you seen the mines in the Congo for those batteries? How could you?
5: So I was watching this thing about this lady that wanted to do kind of like what you, we all talk about all the time, going to live in the middle of nowhere and off the grid, depending on nothing. And she set up this whole thing. And it was a house. It was on an island. So she's on the water, which is actually really nice. And it's waterfront. It's not a huge home, but it's a nice, it's nice enough for her. And she has these huge barrels that collect rainwater and then filters it. That's where she gets her water. She has solar panels for her electricity. She's not dependent on anything. She could, if the world blew up, and she could just live on her own.
7: Yeah, but you almost really do have to have your own land for that. Uh, you remember that lady? Gosh, this is like yeah, yeah. Well they
4: they made her go on city water. Yeah, or she like had that. her
7: own like water collection system and her own solar power and everything. And she tried to disconnect, and the city's like. No, everybody has to give us money. What do you mean? You can't not. She's like, I don't need it. And they're like, no, 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 you have to,
12: though. no fair.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, so let her disconnect. The solar panel thing is interesting. You have to, I didn't know any of this till I got them. Don't do it. Uh, they, they get the energy, but they send it to the energy company, and then they give it back to you, and yeah. it's, it's a two-way system.
7: we will we'll keep in charge of all yeah. the power you're getting. Yeah, all and right? then if
4: you get batteries, they only last a few hours. The biggest Tesla batteries only last, like, Eight hours And that's if you're not Running the air conditioning So
5: what do you do During a sto- Does your power go out A lot during the storm No,
4: no not really Once a year we have The hurricane is the Do last you have a time.
5: generator And stuff that-
4: I have portable generators I don't have a big one Like my neighbors Have the big Cadillac generator you Oh know, really Generac or whatever That's called Yeah,
2: hmm. Big big huge bulldo-
4: Big diesel ones Yeah but they still Can't turn on the Damn air conditioning Which is all I want Air conditioning or water
5: See I am so not- My husband is His mind works like that He's very Uh he knows how to do stuff like that. I don't. I would be the one that would be living barefoot in a treehouse because I wouldn't know how to I'd be like, That's fine, I'm up here. He you leaves. become a
7: breatharian. No more <laughs> no. cooking. You gotta take what you know about what happens here and just apply it in ways that work for you instead of working for everybody around you. Like that that whole like sending your power back to the power company.
5: I mean I know how to start a fire. I could cook food. You could start us. a fire? Yeah, I know how to start with, a fire. With nothing? With sticks, yeah. You could start a
4: fire with sticks. Mm-hmm. Okay, the challenge is oh, on. Okay. I've done yeah, it I before. Bring the this. sticks in tomorrow. I need, well, I need sticks. dry,
5: I mean, you can put it on top of dry leaves. You, you bring in what thing. you
4: need. Let's, let's see you start a fire. Okay. I'll bring a little steel pan. It's easier do if it's it.
5: outside. You want me to go out, can we we'll, we'll it
4: outside? We'll go outside. We go outside. The parking lot. I'll set everything up. <laughs> but I mean, you don't have to, it doesn't have to, you could cause a flame to happen and we can put it right
6: out.
5: Uh, it And it's another thing that I saw too, if you are in, out in the, let's say you're out in a wooded area and you find um, any piece of metal, doesn't matter what kind, um, which a uh, Apparently there's a lot lying around, and you take the two pieces of metal near the two sticks, and just all you need is that one little spark from the Mm -hmm. two pieces of metal. Then that's easier. It almost works like a like a matchbook, if you will. Like
4: a flint. Okay, you're on.
5: Yeah, I uh, I don't like camping. I don't enjoy nature, nor do I enjoy being outside. But if I had to rough it, I could. I'm a tough chick. I'm from Jersey. (laughs) I could handle it. Yeah, I don't want to. There's a lot of things I can do that I just don't want to. 75
7: degrees in here.
5: Want to know why? Because I don't want to. I could. I went to Columbia for a week with no air conditioning, and I was a champ. My husband didn't tell me that they had no air conditioning there, because he knows I wouldn't go. But <laughs> He didn't tell you? They didn't tell me, no.
6: Nobody had air conditioning. He's way like, to go, oh, yeah. Franco.
5: By the way, well, it was in October? I think he thought it was going to be cool enough, and it was really, really hot. No, I think you're right. He knew you wouldn't go if he told you. Yep, so he just kept it from me. He knows his wife very well. Smart. Um, here's something kind of strange. Brody Jenner. Do you know who that is? Nope. No. Okay, so- uh, I'm willing to bet he- Probably messed up. He's he's a Jenner. He's Caitlyn Jenner's Bruce, oh God, Bruce these, Jenner's Caitlyn Jenner's son. He's
7: not on the show though, right?
5: He was like when they first started, the very beginning, when the two, when Kylie and Kendall Jenner were like little bitty, and Kim Kardashian still had her honker of a nose, and Khloe was still fat. <laughs> they they had.
7: Khloe was Chewbacca. She's
5: a dreamboat now. She's gorgeous. <laughs> oh
7: yeah, money makes you hot. Absolutely. Look at Jeff Bezos.
5: Yeah, I know. So Brody's one of the stepbrothers. Okay, he wanted nothing to do with any of that, so he's separate. He was on a couple of reality shows. He's there.
4: living in a tent now.
5: No, he's he's got money, but so he's engaged, and I guess his fiance just had a baby, and he does something kind of weird, which I don't understand because I wasn't a breastfeeder. I didn't I didn't breastfeed my child, um, but. He puts his wife's breast milk in his coffee in the morning.
4: Oh, boy.
5: He makes himself what he calls a breast milk latte when they ran out of almond milk one day. And he was like, I need." I mean, you could just drink your coffee black. Okay. So he was like, all right, uh, let's see. I'm going to, oh, there's some milk in the fridge with the label breast milk. Hey, what comes from my wife? What could be the harm? So he went in and said, wow, this is really, really good. And so now he puts his wife's breast milk in his coffee, which I think is strange, but whatever. (laughs) And finally... Wait, is
7: he making like a macchiato out of... A, macchiata, a, f- a He's doing it like a latte.
5: Yeah. Um,
4: can you d- do it like that? What, you just
7: squirt
5: what the milk in it? the coffee. You
4: can foam it up if you want.
5: Yeah, you could. They have those little um, <sniffs> handheld yeah, little yeah, yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Speaking huh. of being pregnant, here's a woman. My dog knew this too. Uh, she said her dog knew she was pregnant before she did. So she was trying to get pregnant, and every so often, her dog would like sprawl out across her stomach. She was like, hmm, he always lays next to me, but he never, like, sprawls across my belly. That's kind of strange. He's a little wiener dog, too. Mine was a big dog, but this is a wiener dog, always laying across her belly, almost like he was being protective of it. So she was like, huh, that's kind of weird. And she knew that her and her husband were trying to have a baby, so she just, out of the blue, was like, you know what, I'm going to take a pregnancy test just to see if something's up. And she was pregnant.
4: Yeah, I know. Every time my dog smells my butt, I go get a colonoscopy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Ready to find out whether or not you're pregnant? Then you need the DPT, the dog pregnancy test. The only pregnancy test where your dog lets you know whether or not you're pregnant.
11: Cool, how's it work?
3: One bark means you're pregnant. Two barks means you're not pregnant.
11: What do
5: three barks mean?
3: Three barks means you might be pregnant and your dog left you a surprise on the carpet.
10: What do four barks mean? Four
3: barks mean you probably are pregnant and your dog chewed up your passport. Oh,
10: come on.
3: The dog pregnancy test. Have your furry friend let you know whether or not you're pregnant today. I know. It's crazy, right? Crazy talk. Are you the stupidest person alive? Stupid News with Rick, Jill, and Smokestack.
4: All right, the Vagina Museum is reopening. Thank goodness. Big news for all of us. What I was going to do this weekend. Can't wait to go in there.
5: That's what she said.
4: Yes, the uh, museum is announced to be reopening in just a couple of weeks, having uh, secured a new East London location. The museum will reopen to the public on Saturday um, in its new premises in Bethnal Green with a temporary exhibition. It's called, you know how uh, you ever been to New York? Remember the Museum of Art? And they would have, like, exhibits that would last, like, three, four months. Yeah. This exhibit is called the Endometriosis into the Unknown exhibit.
5: Okay. (laughs) All right.
4: It lasts a couple of weeks. Uh, Actually, it lasts through February. Any uh, longer and you should contact your doctor? (laughs) Exactly. So the Vagina Museum launched its major crowdfunding appeal in order to secure the new premises. They've done that. The museum will open. Everybody's very excited about it. I don't know what's inside. Stop. (laughs) Stop. But uh, Okay <laughs> <laughs> Yeah You got, you got the trunk lawnmower guy ready? Yeah,
7: yeah I'm just still coming up with jokes in my <laughs> I know, I know
4: I'm, I'm trying to filter which ones okay. I can say And which okay. ones I can't No, no, no Yeah So anyway This guy's operating a farm vehicle in Pennsylvania uh, He was released from his first Uh You know, pull over, take him to the police station, wait till he sobers up. Thing, 17 minutes after he was released, he was caught again. 49-year-old man on top of a what is it? A John Deere driving drunk. Wait, so this guy got two DUIs within an hour? Within 17. Well, the first one, you know, he gets pulled over, gets arrested, gets taken down there. He sobers up, he gets out, he gets back into John Deere, drinks a half a bottle of whiskey, and is drunk again. 17 minutes after getting out, he's pulled over by the Pennsylvania State Police again. (coughs) Because this time, the crash report says that he had it in reverse, the tractor, and backed into a Toyota RAV4. Oh, man.
5: (laughs) So if he was a safe driver, there would have been no issue?
4: He would have kept going, yeah. Nobody suspected he would be that stupid, but he did. He backed up into the raft four that's when the police came out and noticed uh-huh. that he was drunk again
9: i know you're in the road right okay
3: <laughs> you
9: were how much you have to drink tonight uh,
3: a couple
9: a couple uh, i think a little more than a couple
3: okay i'm not gonna lie to you
9: yeah well where are you headed
3: i'm just going home
9: going home well where are you coming from
0: my house. <laughs>
9: so you, you came from your house and you headed to your house? Yeah. So what you just started driving around in your lawnmower? Yes sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Are you gonna take me to jail or not? No I didn't say that. I said we're gonna do some field sobriety exercises. And I have been drinking. Okay. That's fine. I have been drinking. I I'm understand you told me that. You. Good. And that's and like I said, we're gonna do some exercises just to determine There's if no sense in it. Why not?
5: Because <laughs> I've been dr- drinking. Okay. <laughs> I just love him more and more. Oh, it's so I good. Like most honest.
9: Yeah,
4: well, there's no sense in it.
9: You know you're in the road, right? Well, bye.
5: <laughs> Bless his heart. What oh, us that I just
4: came out to get some fresh air. <laughs> Going home. Where are you coming from? My house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. There's an amusement park in Romania 400 feet below the ground. Nay, Nene. You count me right out of that. Okay. Send me the photos. Yeah, it's an old mine that date, dates back to 1271. An old mine shaft. Nothing says fun like an old mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Selena Turda. I would change my last name if I was Selena. You know, Selena. It's
5: not so complimentary.
4: She hosts hundreds of thousands of visitors each year, and there's even a Ferris wheel in underground that boasts of being the only one that works underground. The attraction also features bowling, mini golf, billiards, and movie theater, table tennis, and even a giant underground lake. Meanwhile, the party seems to start on the descent down to the 400-foot level as the mine's only elevator features giant glass windows. Okay, this, everything about this is a bad idea, right I down to the... A- Look! Look
7: at this fun feature—table tennis. I, that's not a draw for me to go into a mine shaft, <laughs> a glass elevator. Yeah. And how you fit in a Ferris wheel down there, turda?
4: They built it down there.
5: Did you see uh-huh. like the photos and stuff? No.
7: Let me see this thing.
4: Is it amazing? You said it's in Romania. Yeah, Romania. Romania. Let me see if I can get your name. It's the Vagina Museum. No, that's the wrong story. Hold on. Let's see. Um, just uh, says Romania. <laughs> oh No way. What? This does not look safe. Well, I mean, I, I always think when it comes to spelunking, I always think floods. This almost looks like a nuclear silo or something. Right? Wow, yeah, I don't
7: know, man. This is, looks like a a Mad Max hideout.
5: <laughs> well, I think of Romania, first of all, and it, I, it gets me a little nervous. I don't know why. why yeah, this looks a way? Mad Max hideout is a perfect way to put it. It's not that big. It's kind of cool.
7: Yeah, because, like, the, the stone walls almost have, like, a wood grain thing going
4: on, which is kind of neat, yeah,
7: but it's, it's I, interesting. I don't know that I'm going down there just to play billiards. This looks scary.
4: All right, well, I had a story that I'm going to preempt with a more important story that uh, just I just thought of that we have to broadcast. Big breaking news for the smokestack. Oh, breaking- yeah, this is oh, big. Oh, yeah, this is big. I this suppose. is big breaking news. Uh, how many years have you lived in your current um, uh, cubicle situation? Three. Three, only
7: no, three
5: No, longer than that. Well, yeah, because you were in Davenport. Fall
7: of 2019, so the beginning of 2020. So you used now. to drive
4: from Lakeland to come here every day for, like, years, right? Yeah, it was a long
7: drive, and then mm-hmm. it had to move closer to town, but that's more expensive when you get closer to town. You have to shrink your stuff, you know, no more walk-in closet. So, uh you just live in the walk-in closet when yeah. you get close to town.
4: So finally, you're... uh you're going to have, because we experienced the inner workings of your um, abode when we were doing the COVID and you were doing remote work. We looked at the Zoom. I could see your room and your, you know, your posters and your.
5: Your black light and, and, and the bed
4: the... and the lava lamp and the uh, little, you know, the little oh, desk yeah. with your computer so you could play your video games and your socks on the floor. That's right. And, uh, you know, your skateboard hanging there on the doorknob.
7: Don't forget my feces collection.
4: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you know, we saw your dorm room and then that, that you would, you know. You, you share the rest of the house with the roommate, right? Yeah. So all that's gone now because now Smokestack's getting big boy pants. I hear he's moving to an actual place of his own.
6: Yeah, he's moving yeah, to a
7: house, right? very difficult in this economy to uh, muster up the dollars to be able to get to a place that's slightly larger, but I'm doing it. Well, I mean, right and now you're in a room. You're not even in a house. Yeah, I'm going to a less affluent neighborhood. No, but, but it's a
5: big house and you got a pool and everything, right? You got yeah. a pool? Yeah. You got a cement pond?
7: Yeah, I got a nice pool, a little backyard there. got a shed, little bonfire pit. I even got a duck living in the tree in the
5: front yard. And he's moving in with his girlfriend, which is another big thing. Yeah, you got I know. This she thing. better
7: strap in, man. Does she, know? No, no, Does, she you... know?
5: Does she know what she's getting herself into? Yeah, we hang out a
4: lot. I think she's aware. Okay. But, I mean, there's big changes here because I don't think you fully grasp what you're getting into. I mean, not only is the girlfriend pressure is going to come down with the decorating and the and the fact that you're going to have to you know take some of your boy stuff out of the rooms.
5: No, but also, I no, think... No, I've
4: already warned her ahead of time
7: that, that you know, my Twister movie poster is going to stay up. Yeah, well, good luck with that. They'll say anything just and to get you And he's got to...
5: A- you're going to have a fully functioning washer and dryer now, right? No more laundry? I don't live in the woods. In, like,
7: the, in the building? It's not my first time living in a house or being inside four cement walls. I don't know what to do out here. How do you, you do know? laundry now? It's like now? I sleep in a truck tire. How do you do your laundry now? Oh, I'll usually take it to girlfriend's place or I'll go to the laundromat. Because you don't
5: have a washer and dryer, right?
7: Yeah, there's a lot of places. That's why I have they have laundromats. Joe. Right, but we don't all saying, live in Baldwin Park. No, but you, own you're going to ha- your elevator. house is
5: going to have a f- a f- an actual working washer and dryer, so you can do your laundry at home. Yeah.
7: Yeah, like the yeah. That's wow. not my first time having that stuff. You guys know that though, right? No, you were somebody took you
4: in before. No, I've I've your mom done did your laundry before. Oh, that's right. He lived with his mom. Okay. My I'm mom out. lives in Michigan. What do you well, guys I mean, get Mac- this? <laughs> Well anyway, congratulations man. I'm glad you're going to Yeah, thanks. <laughs> move on up to a uh, you know, deluxe apartment in the sky. Well, it's a house on the World ground. Is moving
9: on <laughs> up. Some plans to a new place? A brush to clean the toilet bowl. Needs a change, so he's not living like a 15 year old. Gonna need window treatment and a lounge about the lawn. He's gonna need a real.
4: Nice and really
3: good. My best. The Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack.
5: I'm not always like this in the morning.
3: On 105.9 Sunny FM. Rick, Jill, and Smokestack Have-
4: okay. having fun with a world gone crazy. Certainly has. The updates brought to you by Farron and Farrah. We had a we had a comment. The one about uh, the money, the six billion.
5: I don't know which one you're referring to.
4: The six billion to Iran that we just gave him two weeks ago, then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, we have this uh, planned attack on Israel, and somebody says, see, there's going to be some people that will never, ever believe uh, anybody else but the President of the United States who is has dementia and is senile, but that's okay. I
5: think she's on our side. It says, winning ar- argument to releasing the cash to Iran had nothing to do with the bombing. Number one, start with, wow, I sure would love the lottery. I do X and buy oh, okay. Y. Forgiven. As, yeah, it's, uh, she's on our side. She's saying we'll, this is how you can win that argument. If we'll someone, allow it. Yeah.
4: I mean, I don't know who started the whole thing. Smoke brought it up before. We used to not, not negotiate with terrorists. The reason being is that if a terrorist gets paid for taking a hostage, uh, they'll do it again and again and again. I mean, it's just human nature. You don't even have to be a terrorist, just a kid. If yeah. a kid whines enough and cries enough, that's why you. when you take your kid in the supermarket and they do the display where they go,
6: "Why? I want,
4: my, I want the ice cream. Bleah. They start screaming and lay on the floor and you have to drag them down the aisle and you don't take them out and spank them. They do it again because they get a result that they want. Yeah, I mean... it. it Private,
7: you know, rich folks get ransom insurance. Why? Because people know that you'll cough up money if they take somebody.
4: Yeah, so here it is, Iran. uh, Security officials helped Hamas. This is an admission by, this is on the Wall Street Journal, and now it's spreading to other publications. Hamas orchestrated the whole weekend attack on Israel with Iran. Hmm. Iran funds Hamas. Iran funds terrorism all over the world. That's what they do with the money we gave them. They may not actually use the same exact money we just gave them in the $6 billion, but that money is in a bank somewhere, and now they know they have it, and they can do what they want with it. Oh, no, 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 I know they said, oh, it's for humanitarian purposes only. Well, the president of Iran doesn't agree with you.
2: Do you believe you have a right to use that money in any way that you see fit?
6: This
2: money belongs to the Islamic Republic of Iran, and naturally... We will decide, the Islamic Republic of Iran will decide to to spend it wherever uh, we need it.
4: Now, um, citing the senior Hamas and Hezbollah members, the outlet reported officers of Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard have worked with Hamas to plan the air, land and sea attack. Uh, since August, the attack in Israel was one of the most deadly breaches of its borders in decades. If you watch the video of the music party that was being had on the border between Israel and Gaza, uh, it's chilling. It's something, and he, Smoke described it perfectly. If you've ever seen the movie Red Dawn, it's exactly like Red Dawn, except yeah. it's not parachutes. They're using hang gliders and some kind of what do they call those? Those parach- are parachutes. Yeah, parachutes. What do they call those? As a name, it's paratroopers. I don't know. They they swarmed. I mean, they were coming out of the sky. It looked like hundreds of them. And somebody in the party, just one person out of all hundreds and hundreds of uh, young people that were dancing there, only one person saw it in the sky. I don't know how you could not see it. That's how well, oblivious. You're not, paying
5: atten- you're not looking up. You're at a music fest dancing, having fun. How many times you look up when you're at a party dancing?
4: Well, this didn't, it wasn't like three or four parachutes. It was a swarm. And she noticed that as she was holding her phone up to the sky, which made this guy in front of her, I guess her boyfriend look up. And then they just start staring at it, which I guess is what anybody would do.
5: Did you think it was part of the show? Like,
4: maybe, I mean... I don't know. But, I mean, they were headed right for him. Then they came in there, and they butchered everyone. Tell them about the girl. Which one? The one that survived seven hours. Oh, my
5: gosh. This is so awful. So, she was at the music fest. She's one one of the only survivors. She hid under a pile of dead bodies for seven hours. Seven hours. Dude. She just laid there so that they would think that she was dead, and she buried herself. She kept pulling people on top of her and laid there until the coast was clear. That's how she survived.
4: Now, several things are happening all at once. Now, one thing that is, uh, I know that the whole Middle East history is very complicated. It really is. There's a lot of factions Right now, we're talking about basically two. We got Hamas to the south, which is the ones that attacked Israel this weekend with 5,000 missiles right off the bat. But then we have Hezbollah to the the north. So it's going to be a two-pronged attack. I mean, this is planned out. This is no joke. You know, imagine if we had troops, Russians coming from Canada and Chinese coming through Mexico. How do you defend that? You have to put equal amount of troops on both sides mm-hmm. so this is not easy for israel but they are armed israel is very well trained and they also are unfortunately used to this kind of uh, aggression so hopefully uh, they'll pull it out we have our aircraft carrier off the coast in the mediterranean sea so we'll see if that's going to be it's needed It's biggest one isn't it it's the biggest one in the world yeah so it looks like a city. It's amazing. It's very impressive. But uh, we got that to the north. So that's another issue that's going on right now. Plus, Israel is just carpet bombing Gaza. And Israel did not just do it without any warning. They told the civilians in Gaza, they said, hey, move to these locations, even specified locations where you'll be safe that we're not targeting. And then uh, Hamas came out right away and said, no, that's a, that's a lie. Don't move. Stay Why where you, you are. Why would you listen to them, though? because some people will listen to them. You know how it is? Some people still listen to Biden, although he screwed everything up from the beginning. But uh, they told him not to move because they use him as shields. Yeah. Children, grandmothers, mothers, they use them as shields because they knew they know how we psychologically operate in this country. So that's the latest from Israel. I don't know what else to tell you. I mean, Anthony Blinkett, the Secretary of State, this guy's such a bozo. So yesterday morning he comes out and he goes... Uh, I agree with Turkey, and Turkey had expressed uh, that the United States should ask for a ceasefire immediately.
5: No, that's not how war works. You don't get to attack one country and then go, "Okay, stop, it's over," and the other country doesn't get to defend himself when you've hijacked half their people.
4: And then Secretary of State Blinken said, "Yeah, I agree with Turkey." Took the tweet down like within thirty minutes. Well, was she
5: yeah. uh, Rashad? Was T- she what's her name? Rashid Tali. She's got a Palestinian flag in front of her office. Now she's the one that married her brother. No, get- that was Elon Omar. Oh, okay, okay. She she hates it too. She said the same thing.
4: I don't know why those people are here. Why do they? They
5: hate America. Why are you allowed to be here when you hate our country so much? Oh, by the way, did you see the new video yesterday? It uh- was uh, in Iran. It was um, the Palestinians. They were it's equivalent. I don't know what you call it over there. I guess equivalent to what would be our Congress. Mm-hmm. And they're in the big meeting and they're all shouting together. They all get out of their seats and they come and they congregate in this one big group and they all start shouting in unison, "Death to America!" So that's nice.
7: Oh yeah, that's Iranian mm-hmm. law. Makers.
5: Isn't that fun?
7: Yeah. Yeah. It was like, uh, do, w- we're giving these folks dollars?
5: Yeah. We're giving them money and they well, hate us and want us to I all mean, die.
7: Even if it wasn't our money, what's stopping us from
4: keeping it? You're in the United States. You bully other people. Act like it. Well, <laughs> Kevin McCarthy, the former House Speaker, was saying we need to get our $6 billion back now. Why can't we freeze it? I don't know. I don't know. That's a great question. I don't know. I think we can. I mean, I don't they know just... the
5: logistics of it. But that's what I'm asking. Is There's that something more... that's possible?
4: Yeah, I'm sure it is. It's in a bank. It's being held. They didn't hand over cash like Obama did. Right. Obama brought pallets of cash in a private jet over there back when that was going on. Everybody Ugh. loves Obama. Now, you talk about people that hate this country. Think about this. There's parents that pay for the for the status of having their child go to Yale or Harvard or Stanford. They pay out the ass to have their kids go there so they can brag about it to their rich friends at a cocktail party. I mean, does that sound simplistic and really dumb of me to say? I don't think so
5: Well you're also taking I think the pressure Off of the kids Because I knew a lot of kids When I was growing up That was like I have to go to this college So I can say I went to this college That's that's on them too so these kids go
4: to these colleges, and what happens at these colleges? It used to be where you get a damn good education. People from China send their kids over here to get an education from Harvard, Yale, Stanford, and the Ivy League schools. But not anymore. These big schools have become indoctrination centers. I think we have that 81-year-old Mao Zedong survivor that talks about that. Oh, yeah. Now listen to this. More than 30 Harvard University student organizations, not 30 students, student organizations, holding israel entirely responsible for the mass murder that hamas has just done mm-hmm. how do you do that what are they being taught over there that they come over here they're they're you know they're taking education they're
5: they're you know at harvard university and all of a sudden they hate this country my favorite is the uh, lgbtq group that says queers for palestine i'm like you know they hate you over there right and they throw gays off of buildings <laughs> but keep holding your sign this like, is what happens when you take gender studies and don't teach history. That's your like result. You.
4: <laughs> it's it's just, it's amazing. They blame Israel for everything. All right. Uh, moving on. Oh, this is a good take from a very unlikely source. NBA legend Amari Stoudemire. Okay. He was an NBA legend, still is, of course. Uh, he won the NBA Rookie of the Year back in 2003, played for the Phoenix Suns. He just out of nowhere said, "Bring the cameras over here and let me speak." And he's talking about this whole mess that's going on in Israel and the people who are rooting for Palestine and rooting for Hamas.
1: And for all y'all, Black Lives Matter, who ain't saying nothing, well, let me figure out exactly what happened before I say anything. F- you figure out what? They ain't never been cool to kidnap kids and put them in cages. They ain't never been cool to kill women and, and elderly. Never been, no matter where you from, what you represent, what tribe before, it don't matter. They ain't never been no cool, they ain't never been nothing that nobody supported. And then you go and hide and put the kids in front of you as a barricade. That's some coward s. All you politicians who always have something to say on the contrary, I see you, f you. All you black lives matter people who always have something to say and always supported everything else and you quiet now, you too. <laughs>
5: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Somebody had to say it
4: He's great I don't know the guy at all. Never followed him. I don't know. I know his name and I knew he was, a, you know, NBA Basketball great. Player. But Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like, uh, you know, one of the things that that seems to be happening, and this is a good thing. It seems like a lot of people that, are, you know, are like what Trump, what Biden said when he was interviewing with Charlemagne The God, if, uh, you know, if you don't know the difference between me and Trump, then you're not black. You know, that, that whole thing that they expect you to, you know, if you're a certain skin color, then you must vote this way. You must think mm-hmm. this way. I think that's breaking. I think that's breaking. Because you get guys like this, you get other people that are just like... Don't tell me what to do. Enough is enough. Mm -hmm. You know, they always fight. Democrats always say, you know, you have to stop fighting the stereotype. You're more than that. And all of a sudden, they stereotype everybody themselves. It's crazy, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, the president himself did it. So anyway, and Charlemagne the God, he's a DJ in New York in case you don't know, Power 105.1, a pompous one to call yourself the god. Yeah, that's that's strange, but uh I think I should I change my name? <laughs> to what,
2: Richard, Rick the Sultan? Yeah. Richard the Lord. Richard <laughs> the Lord. I like
4: that. If we we'll just go, "Yes, my lord." <laughs> but here's the thing. This is this is where um communism seeps in and it's not even the word communism, you know, that it connotates a lot of stuff but really it's it's a mindset that certain people have where they have to control other people's lives and of course it's pervasive in the, in the democrat party but it's 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 a what do you call it? It's a, it, I don't want to say ideology because that means politics. It's a psychological need to control other people. Mm. And I think it's, it, you can look around, it's endemic in a lot of people like Hillary Clinton's of the world, you know, and she came out the other day and was talking to him, she's still hanging in this whole Trump thing that she lost in 2016, yeah. but she's saying that we need to deprogram this, these cult members.
10: So many of those extremists, those mega extremists, um, take their marching orders from Donald Trump who has no credibility left by any measure he's only in it for himself he's now defending himself in civil actions and criminal actions and when do they break with him you know because at some point you know, maybe there needs to be a formal deprogramming of the cult members.
4: Yeah, and I was looking at the stuff last night about Israel and how, you know, if you don't think a certain way, you're shunned. You know, if, if you don't, uh, you know, go There was people at the Harvard thing, the story I read about Harvard and 31, you know, student groups that are against Israel. And I was thinking those students shun other students that don't think the way they do.
5: Right, and then it's a social contagion thing. Yeah. So just keep- like, and you could be popular, like look at what I just said about Kylie Jenner, who has a billion people following her, and she put up, I stand with Israel. And then she had some followers that I guess were for Palestine and they were like, how dare you take
4: that down? she's like, okay. And she took it down. She took it down right away. And this happens a lot. You know, weak people. And then I was looking at uh, what do these people that want to control other people prey on? They pre- prey on weak people. That doesn't mean rich. Mm-hmm. As in Kylie Jenner's Example there it weak means
5: personality weak character
4: who don't who have, are insecure and they want to be accepted by just about everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then I started looking about deprogramming and how this works, and I started noticing that there's a lot of stories where on CNN, MSNBC, and a lot of the liberal networks they talk about deprogramming, and then it came upon this montage. Oh no! Listen to this. This will blow your mind. <sighs> this is the this is the goo that's just you know traveling underneath us beneath the streets.
8: Listen. Trump followers. All of America needs deprogramming because we've all been negatively influenced by Donald Trump.
11: Can't uh, sit down with people that don't recognize there was an insurrection. Megan alluded the other day to the deprogramming that uh, Katie Couric talked about.
7: Deprogramming that might work in other cases is
1: um, it's obviously proven to be difficult. Many of them have allowed the lies really to seep into their soul and it's beginning to rot their minds.
0: Taking it even a step further, Raskin told the New York Times that he's ordered books about cults and deprogramming to try to understand his Republican colleagues.
9: There are A couple of accounts, libs of TikTok, a few, you know, really prominent anti-trans and sort of far right activists who started to essentially make the argument
2: that any exposure uh, to children about LGBT
7: people uh, is automatically grooming.
4: Yeah, I mean, it this whole drive to deprogram, mm-hmm. that is a control I mean, that's crazy, right? You must
5: control everybody, and they all must think exactly the same.
4: And that montage of all those news people on CNN, MSNBC, and all the liberal networks goes for three and a half minutes. I just played you like 40 seconds wow. of it. Wow. And it's all different anchors.
5: Here's your script for the day. Have fun.
4: So if you don't believe the way they do, if you're black and you don't vote Democrat, you need to be deprogrammed. <sighs> It's crazy yeah,
7: it's, I don't know what's up with that Like the, the whole like need for other people to conform to your way of thinking what, Why do people feel that? Don't know Like I, I just assume everybody thinks differently than I do I would like to think that everybody would think the way I do But
4: that is rarely, if ever, the case Alright Moving right along He's on hold for just a few minutes He might fall asleep I gotta get to him uh, Here he is, the President of the United States Joe Biden, good morning, sir
12: Oh, hey, always good to be on the Lick Pasty show with Jimbo and Laugh Track.
5: (laughs) Sir, your dog, Commander, was removed from the White House last week after biting a gardener, which was after he bit the Secret Service agent a couple days before that. Can you explain what's going on with your dog now?
12: Yes, I can, but first of all, I want to clear up what really happened with the gardener there. My good boy Commodore, he was just minding his own business, sniffing and licking away in the crotch of the guy's (laughs) pants, and all of a sudden, Juan Julio got a little scared and popped him in the snout. He almost lost one of his kumquats.
4: Okay, that sounds horrifying. So they removed Commander after that happened?
12: Well, it just doesn't seem fair, man. They, they they first they took my other dog Mason Jar, and, uh, and now and now him.
5: So that's major. Yeah, your other
12: dog. You're damn right it is. And now my sweet boy camcorder's gone too. No, Commander. But hey, the good news is I still have a cat. And you know what? I might just say, screw it and keep one of those stupid turkeys I always pardon every year for Thanksgiving. We can teach them to go in the litter box.
4: Ah, okay. Well, Mr. President, last week you said border walls don't work, and yet you've ordered more border wall construction along the Texas border. What's going on here? You, You do realize that was former President Trump's policy,
6: Right.
12: I'd rather add Taylor Swift to my fantasy football team than admit Trump did something right. Well, we'll, we'll we won't do it. Mm-hmm. Now, now, look, folks, here's the deal on a border situation. I still don't believe putting up a wall is going to do a one bit of good at all. But when I tried to stop the money from being put into the thing, they, they said it's already been an elephant created.
5: Allocated.
12: That's exactly what they said. All oh.
5: right. During a rally in Iowa, Donald Trump said that he had a much better body than you and could beat you in a physical fight. What's your comment on that, Mr. President?
12: Oh, a much better body. Have you seen him on the golf course? His <laughs> boobs are so saggy he could hit off the women's tees. <laughs> and, and in a fight, I'll tell you what, I'd work those things like a pair of speed bags, man. All right, okay.
4: That's enough.
12: A a better body? This is the same guy who hides an extra golf ball in his belly fat and drops it on the green when nobody's looking. Look, folks, he's messing with the wrong guy. Wrong guy. Uh-huh. I'm a crazy Irish bastard. Right. I'll take one of those tiny little hands of his and shove it straight up his double quarter pounder eating fat ass.
4: <laughs> All right. Well, you're blaming the media for Americans, America's negative views on the economy. What is the media f- doing that's their fault, sir?
12: Oh, I think you know exactly what it is, man. You, you guys are always talking about the bad things and never about the good things. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to do the story about the sweet little kitty cat in the tree getting rescued. No. You only want to tell everybody about the same kitty who showed up at a nearby gas station and started going nuts and scratching everybody in the car when he he saw the price of unleaded.
5: All right. And finally, sir, this one's a doozy. According to a report, I saw this the other day from the Daily Mail in 2018, your son Hunter drained his daughter Maisie's college fund, spent it on cocaine and prostitutes, $20,000 worth, in fact, that he still hasn't paid taxes on. Is that true?
12: No, no, hold on a minute. This was a good five years ago, but but Hunter, God love him, he didn't explain the whole thing to me, and it made perfect sense. Really? Yeah, he says to me, Dad, you, you know Maisie? She's a really beautiful girl, but she didn't exactly hit it out of the park on her SATs, man. And Harvard wasn't really beating her door down. And besides, when you're high as a damn kite, a little student debt sounds really character building. Now, as far as taxes go, he told me he had every intention of paying those, but none of the hookers ever filled out their 1099. The <laughs> Sunny <laughs>
3: Update. Rick Jill and Smokestack. Having fun with the world gone crazy.
5: All right, Crazy Talks brought to you by All Electric Services. So, this is kind of fun because. Every time I turn on social media, there's somebody pronouncing a word wrong, but I don't necessarily hate it. I think it's kind of endearing depending on the word and how you're saying it. Like I saw a video the other day and a girl, there's a lot of cooking videos that I follow because they're lighthearted and I like watching them. And she was putting in what I call Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire. And she she calls it Worcestershire sauce. And I thought that was so cute. And when you look at the word... I'm like she's right. It's Worcestershire sauce. And it is. Yeah, war, war, It's there's no H. In Worcestershire. there. Worcestershire. I say Worcestershire. What do you say? Worcestershire. Okay. Yeah.
4: Worcestershire. Say, uh, what about that place in Boston, uh, in Massachusetts? That town, uh, Wor- Worcester. What? Wor- Worcester? Is that what it's called? I think yeah. I think that's
7: Wor- Worcester. Worcestershire. Do
5: you, now, do you say uh, hamster or hamster?
7: Hamster. It's hamster. Not
5: it's, it's hamster. But never I've never said
7: hamster in my life. I
5: always say hamster. You do? Because you
7: want to say hamper. Yeah. What, you, you make fun of my hamster. cockroach.
5: Yeah, I say hamster all the yeah, time. Yeah,
7: cockroach.
5: One that's hard to say. These are common words, by the way, that a lot helicopter. of people can't pronounce. You guys made fun of me because I said hel- helicopter, and it's helicopter, but I say helicopter. 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 Yeah. Now, is it a window sill or window cell?
4: Sill. Sill.
5: Okay, I know people that say window cell, and I say it's a windowsill. Yeah, they
7: also probably say milk instead of milk.
5: Yeah. Milk. Uh, One that's hard to say that people have trouble pronouncing, believe it or not, it's only a five-letter word, is rural. 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 Rural.
4: Rural.
7: What about
5: brewery? Brewery.
4: (laughs) Brewery. Uh, Marlboro. Marlboro. Marlboro.
5: Marlboro. Oh, the other one I saw on social media, it was a girl, she was eating the big peach fruit that begins with a P. I would say Papaya. Oh. She kept calling it papaye.
4: Papaya. papaya? <laughs> and I papaya.
5: said, "She's like, if y'all never had papaye, this fruit delicious with some salt on it." And I thought, well, that's just the cutest way I've ever heard you papaya. Guys
7: see that that video with the uh, the lady who's she's eating pasta or something. She's like, "You guys have to try this, cacio e pepe." Gachi, I love her. The what? So
5: it's this girl. Her name's Gabby on social media. She has short hair. She's one of those people that eats on social media and has eight billion followers. So she overpronounces cacio e pepe, which is a, which is a. You know, what cacio e pepe. Is. No, it's, it's parmesan cheese and black pepper, pretty much, on, oh. on pasta. Okay. But they sell this cacio e pepe sauce at um, Trader Joe's, and so she had it. And so she's just a little white girl, and she's like, "Yeah, so I'm gonna eat this pasta and my ravioli with cacio e pepe." And she <laughs> says it like that. She over and un- everyone un- must it. try this cacio e pepe.
10: Drinking <laughs> cake. <laughs> <laughs> cacio e pepe. Eating
5: <laughs> <Cacio> the <Pepe. laughs> I'm drinking tap water. <laughs> what? Tap, what tap, t- tap t- water. T- So he was just making fun of her. It's hilarious.
7: That's great. He's later in the toilette
4: taking a I- <laughs>
5: <laughs> Now, do you say I say espresso because I drink it? But there's some people that say expresso. Everybody oh. says
4: espresso. It's, it's espresso. not
5: espresso. Yeah. Now, do you say realtor or realtor? Realtor. 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 Is it um, real estate or real estate? Right. Now, do you say Gyro or euro? Oh, gyro, but it's it's probably gyro. euro. Um, abominable.
4: Ab- abominam- abominable abominable abominable. <laughs> abominable. Abominable—it's a lot of bouncing there with your tongue. Abominable. Yeah.
5: And this—the two words that always get me are, uh, which is funny because people will. Oh, I've always overpronounced them when I was younger, so I would remember how to spell them, and that was February. Oh, yeah, that's.
4: Yeah, d- d- yeah why, who does that?
5: And Wednesday. <laughs> when is this? Wednesday. That makes yeah. no
4: sense. I know. With, the English language is so screwed up because there's there's useless
5: letters in there. If they're silent, why
4: have them in there?
5: Well, try being a parent. Trying to teach your kid how to spell. So W O N that means one. But guess what O N E that's also pronounced one. Yeah. How doesn't does make, that why? make sense?
4: No,
7: doesn't make any sense at all. I used to know. Uh, went to school with this girl. She couldn't say orange. She would say oinge, oinge, oinge. Now oh. do you say W or do you say W? W W. Yep. W W. Yeah, w. I
5: say
7: W. W-W-W.
5: LA used to say breathkist. He could not say breakfast. He would put the F first and say breathkist.
7: Breath That's cute, though.
5: So Arnold Schwarzenegger was on The View the other day, and I was waiting for a knockdown, drag out brawl. I wanted him to beat the crap out of every single one of them. Unfortunately, that didn't happen.
2: Whoopi, you are, you're soft. You like <gasps> discipline.
5: You know, and I, I don't know if they were scared of him, and they were like, yeah, okay, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger, we're not going to say anything back to him. But he was basically talking um, about the border, and what needs to happen? And uh, Navarro said to him, uh, you know, what do you think of President Biden starting to build this 20 miles of wall? And what's your perspective? And here was his answer. Mm.
1: You have to really have comprehensive immigration reform. We have to look at this immigration problem in a comprehensive
11: Current immigration crisis, because you have such a. Unique perspective and what's going on at the border. What do you think of Biden, President Biden, starting to build these 20 miles of wall? What are what's well, your perspective?
1: You know, mine is always since I've been this governor, I've seen firsthand how this is not a one kind of a step approach Mm. you have to really have comprehensive immigration reform you have to look at this immigration problem in a comprehensive way you can first of all i believe very strongly in having a a a a border that no one can get through that's number one for me Uh, number two what is important is that we have visas available for people that want to work in the united states so they don't have work have to work
12: illegally it is bogus. We need the workers here. Yeah, whatever.
5: So he thinks nobody should be able to get through the wall. I thought that was interesting. Well, and yeah, I thought that they what was do it,
12: it the right way.
4: What was their response?
5: Well, they—this was kind of funny because I had to read through this to see who said it. Sarah Haynes, who is the one that makes usually the most sense out of all of them, um, she got out there and said, if you can believe this, Put President Biden on the mic. He's a real talk kind of guy. What? Put him on the mic and say, we're not going to take questions, but I'm going to be straight with you. It's not my wall. This is Congress's wall, and it was appropriated in 2019. Uh, I'd be literally committing a crime by disobeying this.
4: These people, I mean, that right (laughs) there is, that's just, how do you... Does she really believe What she's talking about Or is that just She has to regurgitate a talking no, point They yeah. gave her She
7: just it drank the Kool-Aid And the mm-hmm. Kool-Aid uh, People you know See Kool-Aid But it's not Kool-Aid It's labeled Whatever gets me reelected but and then a- people just drink that and because totally Bi- buy it because
5: but- Biden's their boy and they back everything he does. And then when he said, "I'm going to put up a wall," they're like, "Quick, defend him, defend him! It's not his wall. He doesn't need know." We still love our Biden. Please vote for him. Don't vote for the other guy. <laughs> but out of all
4: the things, not, not this, not graded by seriousness, but just all the elements so everything that Biden talks about, all the issues, that is the most ridiculous thing. To say they, they have come out with, oh, I, we have no choice. You know how many laws they've broken? They break. Biden and his administration break. Immigration law, all the the laws that are existing right now, he doesn't follow them. Right, but, and, so but he, that's all of a the sudden one they care
5: about following.
4: Yeah, all of a sudden, oh, let's follow this law. Come on,
6: no, man. my are favorite you, is when. What's she her said,
5: name? Sarah Haynes. My favorite is when she said, uh, "Put Biden on the mic. He's a real talk kind of guy. Uh, he can't. Is talk.
6: he? <laughs> He's is he? a
4: real talk kind of guy. <sighs> that's that seems to be his problem. Uh,
7: now, all why right. would Arnold Schwarzenegger do the View?
5: I, I don't know It's what got was a book promoting. coming out It's got to be oh, a book he? Is it a book
2: I don't understand I have nothing else to do <laughs> And I have nowhere else to go Oh I understand that
5: So this is kind of fun Men spilling their biggest regrets About getting married Okay let's see One guy says, it's the constant compromising I have to do mentally. Oh, God. God forbid. It's probably the same in any kind of marriage, but I lose the sense of independence and freedom for mental compromise as a partner. It's the biggest regret I can think of. Okay, let me tell you this. Try not to judge the first part of what I'm going to tell you, but I have to say it to set up the story. So just try to move past it if you can. I was watching the Real Housewives of New York. Um, yeah. Move past that go. part. That's
4: impossible. This <laughs> <laughs> broken so road.
5: They were on like a triple date, the three women and their husbands, and they were just chatting about what made them fall in love with their wives. So the first two husbands had sweet answers, right? The third one, who's Indian, he's going to Vietnam overnight just to get. I'm doing air quotes. You can't see me. Just to get. Miles because he bought the chickens cheap without his wife going overnight. And he's done this a couple of times, right? Yeah. So everybody's like, you're just going to Vietnam by yourself overnight? That's kind of weird. He's like, yeah, I get on the plane. I eat all the first class. I get champagne and food. I get time away from my wife and kids. I don't have to be around them. And and they're like, well, why are you with her? And he's like, because she lets me do whatever I want. What? And everyone's like, that's
6: not really. That should what?
7: be a thing anyway.
5: Hello. you want to tell him or you want me no, to tell No, no, you go ahead. <laughs> his was like, yeah, she puts up with my crap. I can do whatever I want. And they were like, yeah, that's not why you marry someone, but okay. Yeah, back to
4: this moving in together thing we need well, to talk no, about. No, I'm just saying, well, if you can't be who you are around your partner, maybe no, no, you're the you wrong change, partner. You change a couple of words in there, changing the meaning. It's not
5: about being who you are. You can be who you are, but I said, my no. husband says to me yesterday, talking to, I go, smokestack's moving into a house with his girlfriend. He's like, Really? Yeah and he's like well that's awesome I'm happy for him And I said well you know Smoke's philosophy Said I, I wonder if she's she, Did she sign the contract where you go You know what you got into I do what I want when I want If you don't like it there's the door I'm not,
7: Is that an card? <laughs> I'm not card? I'm not like a jerk about it But at the same time I'm not gonna not do whatever I want Just, just because you don't you know Say it's cool Like what 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 I don't do that Okay you just, what, you guys just live with handcuffs on your partners no, all the time? No, not
4: at all. You no. can't do
7: this. You can't do that. No, no. I'm not allowed to do this. I'm not allowed to, I mean, within reason, of course. So you're in a relationship with somebody. Yeah, there's certain rules you got to follow. But outside of that, like...
6: We don't like to call them it rules. You picking out
7: my clothes
5: and I'll do what I like to do. We, we prefer to call it compromise. Like, yeah, compromise. There's yeah, compromise yeah. on both sides. You know, yeah. like, we have football on in our house all weekend long. We watch football because that's what my husband likes to watch. And then if there's times that I during the week that, hey, I want to go here with this couple. We're going to go to dinner. He's like, okay, we'll go. (laughs) It's just little things like that. You know, it's not, it's nothing like you're not going to you don't give
7: him the option to go if he wants to or not. You say you're going to this with me and he just has to do it.
5: I said, can we go to, we're going to, we were invited to go to dinner with so-and-so and so-and-so and -and And he'll go, yeah, cool. Can we
4: go? You should just say I'm going. You want to come? Yeah, see, there you go. Yeah, yeah.
5: But he always says yes He's like What am I going to say no Well yeah
4: because you put it on those terms
5: It's
7: like Exactly What am I going to say no The fact that he doesn't feel like he could say
4: no
5: he could say no. He look, knows look, he could Jill's say no. Jill's
4: feeling her oats because she's doing the female thing. You know, the, it's, the hook, and, it's the, the hook in the mouth. He you can know. say no.
7: He can say no. I won't talk to him yeah, for a week, but he can have say have no. You don't have to come. That's not like I'm making you go. No. I just but, figured you'd want to go with me because we're together. Okay, well, if I'm it's on a, smoke if, side now. If
5: it's a double date, if you and Angie said we're going to dinner with this couple, and it's a double date, are you not going to go, and she's going to go by herself on a double date with another couple and her by herself? You, I know for a fact, looking at your face, that would never, ever, ever happen. Well, you no, would be I, going. Got, I
4: got a, I got a situation right now where she's always working, and there's right. this guy that wants to hang out. And last time he goes, "Well, you want to go do this?" and I said, "Okay." And he goes, "Well, meet us over here." And I said, "Wait a minute, you are bringing your wife?" And then that was it. I was like, "Now you don't want to go." No, because I know. because I'm third wheel. I don't want to sit oh, there. Okay. I feel kind of stupid. You know, it's like yeah. They start arguing. You're just kind of twiddling your so thumbs you waiting for them to stop. No, no, I get it. But at the same time, I mean, uh, you know, if 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 she comes at me with this double date thing, I mean, that's not I my always, setup. She set that well, up. I
5: always ask. The reason I ask is because there's certain people that my husband likes to be around, and he can sit around for long periods of time and go to a dinner. And then there's some people he would prefer not to. So there's times that I'll go, hey, we were asked to do this. You want to do it or you not want to do it? And I'll give him an out, for sure, because if it's specifically if it's uh, people that I know he's not judging gel with, and he'll just kind of give me a look, and I'll be like, okay, you don't have to go to that
7: one. Okay, but if it's people he gels with, he's like, hey, I'm just not feeling it tonight. Then
5: I'll say we won't go. I won't go without him. I'll just say we won't go. That's fine. We don't have to go. That's Good. fine.
7: We don't have to go. Yeah, fine. I get that. No, That's 100%. Fine. I'll because, just read about it in the paper.
5: No, because half <laughs> the time, I don't like saying yes to plans anyway, so I... I I'm oh, you're for looking it. for the excuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So most of the time I'm okay with it. Right. And he'll do the same thing. He'll go, hey, so-and-so wants us to come over. and It'll be people we love. And I'll be like, oh, it's on a Friday. Fridays are so hard for me. And he's like, that's cool. I'll Only if we
4: could set a timer when they come <laughs> over and they have to leave when the bing goes off. You know
5: how some people put up a <laughs> sign that says happy anniversary, happy birthday? I want a sign that says leave by nine. Yeah, exactly. I got <laughs> you. I'm nine. down with that. I got um,
4: a cousin that used to come over and never leave.
5: I'm all for that. I'm that's when you do the,
4: uh, you, when you're sitting there,
7: you slap your legs, go, "Welp," and stand up. No. And just, that's the I, social I, cue that says,
4: get out. Dude, it <laughs> didn't work. I used to do that. And he was like, okay. And I'd go,
5: okay, well, I'm going to go to bed. And you turn the lights off. All right, I'll just lock up when I leave. I text my <laughs> husband if we're at somebody else's house and I'm ready to go, I'll just text him and go, I'm tired. Can we go? And he'll be like, yeah, give me five minutes. We can We can roll. Okay, cool. And it's just, and sometimes it's like if we're at his cousin's house and he's hanging with family and we've been there. Look, I love my husband and I love my husband's family. Hispanics hang out for a really long, long. time. It never yeah. ends. It's like three in the morning. It's yeah, like, they, uh, they like
4: move in with each
5: other for small spurts. It's never ends. There's no goodbye time. <laughs> no. There's no end time. There's a start time and then it just fizzles whenever the last person's standing. Right. So sometimes, especially cause one of his cousins lives around the corner from us, so it's real easy. I'll be like, hey, I'm going to take the car. I'm going to go home. I'll bring Elliot with me. Have one of your cousins drop you off on when they're done. Wow, right? that's
4: good. Find so, the ride home.
5: Right. <laughs> so that's what I'll sometimes I'll offer to do that. And he's like, No, no, no. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stay without you I'll, I'll go with you. And i will go, Okay. But um, I digress. There's a book out. Did you know about this? I, I can imagine this happening when you're so rich. If you're a billionaire, real talk. If you guys mm-hmm. were billionaires, do you think eventually it would change who you are over time? Yeah. Sure. Of course. Yeah,
7: absolutely. Yeah.
5: Because. A lot of billionaires, and self admittedly, talking about having something called a God complex. You feel like sometimes you're so far above people and you could do no wrong because, I mean, money can pretty much get you out of anything depending on how much you have.
7: I mean, you see that with a lot of celebrities when they act the way they do. Like Mariah Carey,
5: carry me. You right. know, <laughs> Justin
7: Bieber peeing in a mop bucket. I'm rich. I'll do whatever I want.
5: <laughs> well, look at the what we talked about the other day. Some things that celebrities and artists insist on having in their dressing rooms just simply because they can.
7: Yeah. Yeah. Want- that when no one tells you no. I mean, so look at the whole Epstein thing and the yep. Hollywood thing. Everybody says yes to you In any capacity I'm sure that goes to your head At a certain point
5: So there's a new book That claims that human existence Is in peril Because of this God complex uh, That is shared by Four well-known billionaires And of course Jeff Bezos Is fighting back Because he's just bitter Because he's not one of these four Mm-hmm. Here's what he got to say.
2: I am Jeff Bezos. It seems me and three other billionaires have come under attack by an insolent author who claims the end of the world will be the result of our God complex. And my biggest problem with that? I'm not one of the billionaires on the list. This is blasphemy. I shall spite thee. My delivery drones shall turn the sky black and the sea blood red. I will delay your prime shipping by a week. Oh. <gasps> forget-God complex. This is giving me an inferiority complex. Ooh, but mark my word, I shall seek my revenge upon this libelous writer. The next time he sneezes, I'm not going to bless him. <laughs>
3: I know, it's crazy, right? Crazy talk. <laughs> Rick, Jill, and Smokestack. Having fun with the world gone crazy. And
4: the update's brought to you by Fair and Far. I ask a stupid question, get a stupid answer. I just got the story about Walgreens. I go, why is everybody quitting at Walgreens and us? because everybody's stealing and smacking people?
5: <laughs> it's not incorrect. Show me the light.
4: They're saying poor working conditions. Rick's like, what do you mean poor working conditions?
7: I'm like, everybody's going in there to shoplift and slapping you taking all the stuff and walking out. Who wants like to deal with that?
4: Yeah. I hear you. All right, we'll get to that in just a second. You got to pick up the NyQuil they didn't steal. Right. Wall Street Journal is reporting that Iran helped plot this attack with Hamas for several weeks. started back in August. And, of course, the money was involved, the money that we gave them for hostages. Mm. You know, it, it was enough that, again, this started with Brittany Griner, where we gave, well, what? That merchant of death. We gave a guy that has an, his title on his business card is merchant <laughs> of death. We traded him for not very good player from... Uh, you know WNBA WNBA is w- nobody goes to yeah it, it,
7: it's not even just that part like it, it if she was like wrongly scooped right that's one thing she broke the law you broke the law in another country because you're too dumb to look it up and you just think everywhere is like everywhere else No, here's and- the
5: thing she knew the law she used to play for them okay. an off season she knows what it's like
4: yeah buy the ticket take the ride man so Iranian security officials helped Hamas orchestrate the weekend attack on Israel and officially approved the assault and funded it yep Citing senior Hamas and Hezbollah members, the outlet reports officers of Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard have worked with Hamas to plan the air, land, and sea attack. Once again, if you get a chance, and you know what? This is going to sound crazy, but if if my kids were still alive, and they're, they would be a lot older, but I would show them, if they were in their teens, I would show them this video of the initial attack. Just so you get an idea of what we're oh. not dealing with here and what the realities of the world are because when you watch that video, you don't see the world the same way anymore. Nope. Uh, they're having like a music fest. It's right on the border of Gaza, the Strip, and Israel. And it's like Red Dawn. Smoke said that earlier, and that's the best description. They come out of the sky. Hundreds of them. Hamas. Massacre. In, uh, in parachutes. It's, it's, it's sort of like, uh, I don't know if you ever watched Private Ryan during D-Day, yeah. the attack where they came through land sea and air and they were parachuting in and it's it's chilling and and the amazing part is everybody's dancing nobody notices except for one girl who has her phone out she's filming her boyfriend and behind him she notices all this going on all the right. stuff coming from the sky she lifts her phone up a little bit that is chilling because just minutes later most of them are dead uh-huh Tell them about the one girl.
5: One of the survivors, I was reading about her, insane. She kept herself alive by burying herself under dead bodies mm. for seven hours. Yeah. And that's how she stayed alive. Dude.
4: It's something that I think somebody, um, you know, look, I mean, don't say we can't expose them to that kind of violence. I'm sure you've seen the video games they play and the movies they watch. I think they should be exposed to something like this when they're teenagers so that they could pr- appreciate- America. What we have here mm-hmm. right now. I mean, this could happen to us. Oh, that's not true. Yeah. Okay. Israel is one of the well, most well-trained militaries in the world. What's her name's there? Gal Gadot. Oh. Okay. Right.
5: I yeah. I mean, Israel's is
4: not defenseless. They
7: They got a, all kinds of stuff happening over there. Like the Mossad is one of the most, you know, highly uh, skilled intelligence,
4: you know, operations in the world. And somehow, they missed it and we missed it. Nobody saw this coming. But um, that's the claim right now that um, Iran is behind all this. Well, I mean, if you look in the State Department website, under the definition of Hamas, it's a Iran-backed terrorist organization funded and trained by Iranian government. It says it right there. You can look it up. Now, another claim in the news American weapons seized in Afghanistan have ended up in the hands of Palestinian group operatives in the Gaza Strip. Now, here's an interesting story. Back in 2008, Biden was a senator. and uh, Well, actually, he was vice president at the time. And he was talking about what people were asking him. When are we going to get out of Afghanistan? At that time, I think we were in Afghanistan only about 10 years or less. And he was saying, well, we just can't pull out. This is something that's going to take a while. This is Biden back in 2008.
12: The big difference to tell the American people the truth about what our options are in ending this war. If tomorrow the order goes out from the pre- I'm president of the United States, I issue an order, end the war today, begin to withdraw all American troops. It will take a year to get the American troops out. Do you hear me now? That's the truth. It will take a year to get them physically out. Now, if you leave all the equipment behind, you might be able to do it in seven months. And you leave those billions of dollars of weapons behind, I promise they're going to be used against your grandchild and mine someday. And you leave those billions of dollars of weapons behind, I promise they're going to be used against your grandchild and mine someday.
4: Well, there you go. Wow, that That didn't didn't age well. (laughs) Dang. And of course, you remember just recently when we had uh, 13 service members killed because of his decision to get everybody out of Afghanistan before he could make a speech so he could say that.
12: The likelihood there's going to be the Taliban overrunning everything and owning the whole country is highly unlikely.
4: You know, it's I don't know what the word is. It's, it's just, I guess, remarkable the amount of stuff he has effed up. I know. It's, it's one thing after another. I mean, I have a list here. I wasn't going to read.
5: How this. thick is it?
4: Well, here it is, look.
5: Oh, she thick. Okay.
4: Let's see. We got inflation now. We got the endless war in Ukraine. And, and I say that in understanding that at some point we do have to defend, not necessarily Ukraine, but we do have to defend against Putin you know because it's this could become bigger than than just ukraine so i understand that however we have no exit strategy we have no real goal set we have no time markers as to by this time we want to be able to say this about the war in ukraine we don't have any counting of the money that goes to ukraine we have spent close to 200 billion dollars in ukraine now we have a national debt of 33 trillion granted republican democrat presidents are all responsible for that We have an unjust persecution of a political rival, Trump at this point, and nobody seems to be caring. Mm -hmm. Accusations of bribery and the selling out of our country by the current president and his son doesn't seem to be getting anybody's attention. China surpassing our military might. Spy balloons flying over our country, gathering intel while we do nothing. Mm -hmm. The self-destruction of our energy capabilities to please and virus psychos. Crime obliterating our major cities. The media out of control lying. Wide open border with more illegals coming through, including unvetted palestinians in numbers more than the city of los angeles's population and now we have israel there's nothing this guy can't f up it's amazing and then you just heard it he knew back then when he was not so senile that what he did in afghanistan recently was wrong Mm -hmm. and now the weapons that we left behind i hate to say this because people think oh you're just a trumpster and you have to be deprogrammed because you're in a cult hey trump was right he said it. The minute those weapons were left behind in Afghanistan, what did he say? It'd be used He's, against us. They're going to exactly what Biden said in 2008. He repeated what Biden said just a few years ago, and here we are in, Af- in Israel with our own weapons being used against us. Now, uh, the other thing is, is the tone deafness. Sunday, the day after the attack on Israel, Biden was having a barbecue in the South Lawn of the White House. What was
5: that about?
4: I don't know. Do you know?
5: You're the leader of the country and you're grilling up some hot dogs, not addressing the nation. I already sent out the invitations. Come
4: on, man. And then Biden was pressed uh, on Monday about his recent claim that global warming is still the sole existential threat to our country
10: that is with what's going on in ukraine and israel how many americans are being held hostage at this hour john the truth is, we don't know, Martha. I mean, certainly we've seen those reports, but we, we're not able to independently verify that Americans are indeed among the hostages. Now, uh, look, we have to accept the very grim possibility and the
5: likelihood that there are Americans being held hostage. We're in constant touch with Israeli officials right now to try to get a sense of the whereabouts of all the unaccounted-for uh, uh,
10: Americans, because mm-hmm. they, they, who knows where they are or what condition they are, and we want to make sure we, uh, yeah. we get more, more detailed information on them.
4: Well, that wasn't exactly the clip I wanted to play, but it's the same thing. It's part of the same press conference. Martha McCollum said, hey, in the uh, shadows of what just happened, why are we still talking about this other stuff? Not that it's not important to talk about the environment and stuff like that, but now's mm-hmm. the time to say that this is the number one concern globally? I don't think so. I don't think so. Now to the story we were talking about previously, Walgreens. There's a big walkout around the country. Thousands of Walgreens pharmacy staffs walking out.
5: Oh, it's the pharmacy. Okay.
4: Yeah, the organizer of the effort says that the walkout, which is set to continue today and tomorrow, is a protest for increased demands on understaffed teams. The employees are in danger. When you're a pharmacist, a missed letter or number that's wrong in the prescription could kill somebody. It's true. The organizer of the walkout told the Washington Post on condition of anonymity to avoid retribution from the company. The company issued a statement saying it's making significant investments in pharmacists' wages and hiring bonuses to attract and retain talent. Because we're going to fire these ones that are protesting. They didn't say that. I did.
6: Well,
5: here's what happens. They're overworked because they don't have anybody that works there and they don't get paid enough. So they work all day and then start to get tired. Oh, you rub your eyes. A little, before you know it, oh, that S looked like a 2. I got the wrong prescription, and now I've given somebody medication that they don't take.
7: Mm, dangerous. <laughs> all right. Do, 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 get them all,
2: lock them up, lock them up. Get them all, get them all, lock them up. Perverts. Criminals, lock them up, lock them up. Criminals, lock them up. Get them all.
9: Perverts. We got
4: so many things going on at the same time. What's going on? Has people know. just lost their minds? Yep, seems that way. You know, I I, I kind of never there's a topic that I don't really touch on very much because it's very uncomfortable. It's, it's the whole, you know, God thing, religious thing, and everything. And I, why does I, it make some, you uncomfortable? Well, because I know how people feel about it. And I know the people I
5: talk about how I believe in God, and I don't care. No, no, how I'm people not talking about, about
4: me. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about how when you say stuff like what well, I'm going to say in just a second here, uh, people look at you funny. They were still, they really do, like you're nuts. I mean, you know, and, and it all started back. Do you remember about five years ago when Joy Behar said, if you talk to Jesus and he talks back? You're mentally ill. Oh, Remember when all that happened? Yeah,
5: but why do you care what Joy Behar thinks? No, no, it's
4: not that. I'm just saying... Some
5: people have that view, is what you're saying.
4: I'm saying a lot of people have that view. But I
5: think all you can do when it comes to specific subjects, if you're going to go to the religious thing, is talk about how you feel, and then other people can talk about how they feel. You're not saying everyone has to think that way. Well, I mean,
4: Mayor Adams, when he got elected New York mayor, remember that clip? Yeah. Where he came out and said... We need
5: we, to put God back into you know, schools it's, it's and not, back into...
4: Yeah, it's not about taking the guns out of school. You can take all the guns out of school you want. It's about putting God back in the schools. Mm-hmm. It's at. Because of that, because we've removed God from just about everything. everything, whether that's a construct you don't believe in or not, the construct itself worked because it taught kids, it taught me right from wrong. So whether I believe it now or not doesn't matter. It's that I have that ingrained in me. So I have that sensitivity to what's right and what's wrong. We don't have that anymore. Nope. Look what's going on now in Israel. Those people in Hamas, I don't care what God they pray to. I don't, they're not, It's nothing, That it has nothing to do with God. There's a bloodlust there. Those people are just absolute murderers. And then we got people like that all around our country. You know, it's okay to run into a store and take it whatever you want. You're owed it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what's because happening. Because I was
5: fed to them by somebody else.
4: Yeah, and then we have... It seems like we have more um, pedophilia just out in the open now. People not taking risks like this and not really considering the consequences because there really aren't that many.
5: Well, you have to wonder... Ow, I have a crick in my neck. I just hurt myself. Uh, you have to wonder... When, for example, movies Oh, oh by like, the
4: way, happy birthday, Jill. Yes, thank you happy for forgetting birthday. The Halfway crick in your neck ship. just reminded me you're getting older.
5: Yeah, I am. I so am. I woke up this morning. Do you uh, want to know what I did this morning? I woke up this morning. I slept wrong, so I had to put Icy Hot on my neck. This is 47. Right. And so I I happy went to go birthday, do- my, Thank you, Shaq Diesel. And I, I went to go do my normal like washing my face routine. And I was, like, putting astringent on my face with my cotton ball, and I guess it went over the area in my neck where I put the Bengay on. Oh, no. So now I'm, like, washing my face, and five seconds later, I'm like, why does my face burn so bad? (laughs) My face was on fire. I'm like, I use this every day. It never burns. It Bengay all over my face.
4: And the chemical peel looks very good on you this morning. (laughs) Back to the story, though. We have all these perverts, and they're out in the open because there's no consequences any longer. Well,
5: that's what I was going to say was, uh, remember when the movie Sound of Freedom came out, and everyone was like, oh, no, we can't talk about this. No, 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 there's a pedophilia, and the human trafficking and the child trafficking. Shh, don't go watch that movie. It's, uh, it's propaganda. Really? Why are you trying to poo-poo it? Who are you protecting? I just thought it was the weirdest thing that there's all of this pedophilia and child trafficking going on and nobody's talking about it. Where are the celebrities talking about it? Oh no, you had the black square on your Instagram when Black Lives Matter. Yeah, that was great. But then when we talk about trafficking children and abusing little kids are nowhere to be found. Oh, no, you're striking in Hollywood for your pay, but you're not talking about the kids.
4: Right. 24-year-old social worker in Ohio is charged with having sex with a 13-year-old boy. She was assigned to counsel because she, she is a, what, what, what is she? She's a social worker. Ooh. Police say Peyton Shires was arrested Friday, which record show was her birthday, mm-hmm. without incident after admitting to the sexual relationship during a three-way call between Shires and the boy's mother and police. And then this, and this, I tell you, I could, I can't do the stories that come out. There's so many of them
6: every I day. I
5: know, I know. It's insane. Well, that's, I'm all for, I don't know how you guys feel. This is me personally. Are you okay with the, uh, the death penalty for anybody that... Assaults a child under 12 that's going into effect?
4: If it's a violent assault and it's not a relationship that there shouldn't be, but you know what I'm saying? You mean
5: like between like a 16 year old and a 21 year old? In
4: this story right here, yes, I think she should spend a long time in jail, but at the same time, this looks like a relationship where she coaxed the kid. I mean, again. He's 13 and she's what? And she's 24. Okay. I'm not saying there's any reason, I mean, there's no reason to... Because there
5: needs to be a lot. Well, it says 12 and under. I think it's 12 and under. But
4: there's a lot that goes into this one. This was intimidation, manipulation. There was a lot of, you know, coercing. I'm talking about just plain old pedophilia rape of Mm -hmm. a child. Mm -hmm. You should be dead. Yeah. Yeah, so I agree with you on that. Uh, RFK has announced he's running independent.
5: He said he was going to, remember?
4: Yeah, he says he's going to take votes away from Trump. That's possible. He might also take votes away from from Biden. Biden. I think that was his plan, at least in the article that I read. I only read one on it. Well, he was challenged yesterday as, what your point is? Because you're not going to win. And he said he wants to win, but then the guy said, hey, who are you going to take more votes away from? And he said, Trump. So, we'll see. He's no Mm -hmm. friend of Trump's. Mm -hmm. but uh, He's no
7: friend of Biden's either, which is also
4: nice. Yeah, but people who have been taught to hate Orange Man bad, Mm -hmm. you know, will probably vote for him if they don't vote for Biden. So, that's kind of like a problem. But, hey, whatever. If that's what you want. Wonderful. Free country. That's why we vote. Uh, let's see. What else? We have a couple other things here that are interesting. Oh, the guy in Lake County, that guy who's running around, dangerous. Yes. Thirty seven year old David Flores. What happened there? Still out and about. David Flores, the guy in Lake County yesterday. Oh, yeah, he's that's a right. Dangerous criminal. Yep. They're using dogs, helicopters, and still. Since last night, they haven't found him. Lieutenant John Harold here. This
7: morning, we had an increased patrol in and around the area of the schools there and in that area, so uh, I think it's safe to say that we feel pretty confident that he was somehow able to slip out of the perimeter.
4: Yeah, the sheriff's department says they're hoping someone will spot Flores and let them know. If you see him, uh, don't try to apprehend. You know the story. Just call Lake County Sheriff's Office. And finally... Running better than antidepressants.
5: I was, you know, I, I have run before in my life, but.
7: Uh,
4: I, it's never made me happy.
7: I I've, don't
5: enjoy it. <laughs> I, I've never got that runner's high that they tell you about. Oh, I have, yeah. And like, I, I didn't, it wasn't for it's me. It's
4: an awesome feeling, but it's uh, very short lasting and it's um, and it mm. takes a lot of work. Because you have to run, you have to run five miles and really run. You have to be at that, that level to get no. that euphoria. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen a runner with a smile on their face. Well, while you're running? Yeah Yeah you're not smiling Torture
7: It's not torture For me it's the knees Like it hurts my
4: joints to run Running's not good for you And I learned that after running my entire life But I mean It's just not great for you
5: I was always told by my doctor When I would When we talk about you know Your diet and your exercise When you go for your physical And it's funny because This specific doctor was a runner and I'd say, yeah, I, I jog. And she'd go, "Don't." it's terrible for you. She's it like, is. I should take my own advice. She's like, it's bad for your joints. It's bad if you're a female because your organs are bouncing up and down. And mm. later on in life could lead to like leaky bladder and incontinence and things like that. And women, especially if you've had babies. And she was like, it's just it's just bad all around. She's like, I wouldn't do it. She's like, walking is so much better.
4: Yeah, walking mm. much better. It's just time consuming. Running is great. And you never get, the feeling you get from running, you'll never get doing anything else. And I've lifted weights and walked. and I, I walk now. But I mean, running is like, you don't, you, but- after years of doing it, oh my god, body <laughs> hurts. Right? You, you feel right? good yeah. about
7: that, though. I mean, it's like I no, saw, like, I, I
4: You don't know. I mean, when you're running, you're like, this is great, and every day you feel great. I mean, you can you can run five miles and go eat the biggest pile of crap, fried garbage you've ever tasted, and you be hungry by midnight.
5: But what's so great? <laughs> I think what people love about running. When I had to run, I had to run. It was for athletics in college. I did not want to run. But what's great about running is it's free. You go outside, it's the fresh air, you're going for a jog, you know, like that's yeah. the what I think a lot of people like it that you don't have to pay a gym membership to do it.
7: Yeah, I, I had a neighbor I saw running one day and he kept running in the road instead of on the sidewalk. Yeah. I'm well, like, you don't want to trip. Why, why are you running on the Because you don't want the to the trip. Sidewalk. His answer was that the asphalt's softer it is than softer. the concrete. It is. And I'm like, if you're comparing one hard surface to another hard surface, how good does that feel? <laughs>
5: That's why if you've never been on a track, it's squishy. When yeah. asphalt feels soft to you. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah, no, no. It's not a good thing on your knees at all, but you know. At least you're not depressed. But, but ex-
7: exercise
5: produces endorphins,
7: and endorphins make you yeah, happy. Yeah, but there's more fun exercise you could be doing instead of like, now I'm exhausted, and I'm five miles from home. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, Virgie University in Amsterdam. Amsterdam did the study, 16-week study with a bunch of runners, and found that it is better than any antidepressants. Yeah, the,
5: the trick isn't to run five miles away from home. The trick is to run two and a half miles away from home, then turn around, come back, and then you did your five miles, and now you're home.
4: Yeah, but you're exhausted. <laughs> oh,
7: God.
5: Did you know exercise is just as effective as taking antidepressants?
10: Then drop the pills, and drop and do 50 at Planet Prozac.
6: You
2: need to ditch the Zoloft and start to Lift Weights!
10: Planet Prozac's personal trainer psychiatrists motivate you and narrow your neuroses.
2: No one! No wonder you have mommy issues. You leg press like my mother.
10: We can relieve all your psychological issues like depression, generalized anxiety disorder, and of course, OCD. You want to
2: wash your hands 10 more times? First, give me 10 more squats. Planet Prozac. I don't care about your dreams. I only care about your biceps.
3: The Sunny Update. Are we ready to get crazy? Rick, Jill, and Smoke Dang. Yeah, uh, sure. Sure. Yeah, yeah. having fun with the world gone crazy by the
5: way i forgot to mention this earlier nobody won powerball Nobody. So the next drawing is going to be tomorrow night. It's now up to one point seven three billion.
4: Think about that. Dude. That's more money than some small country's economy.
5: We did have a match five power play, uh, two million dollar winner here in Florida. Ugh. So check your ticket anyway because you could have won two million.
4: It's chump change. The, what are you going to do with that?
5: I'll still take If you don't want yours, you can give it to me. That's chump fine. Change one point seven three billion. You get a seven hundred and fifty six million.
4: No thousand. No, oh, se- no, oh, million. Oh, Seven hundred and
5: fifty-six point six million is you going to be your payout.
4: I'm turning in a smokestack. Where is half, more than half of that money going? But when you get Good an answer,
5: question. come back and tell us. Oh, man. Um. Let's see. Do you or have you ever try to think if I have lied on a resume? Mm,
4: may may have embellished a bit.
5: Let's say it's one little thing because I don't know if you've seen. Uh, job qualifications lately. Mm -hmm. It's really hilarious that there's companies out there that have two pages listed of experience and requirement and a master's degree, yet they want to pay you $18 an hour. You're going to require a master's degree out of me and you want to pay $18 an hour? Bite me. (laughs) If you're going to require somebody to have a master's, you better be paying some good money
4: depends on the job, too. If you're requiring a master's for somebody who has to go out and sell pharma or something like that, that's ridiculous. I want somebody who's street smart, not somebody who has a degree on their wall.
5: A lot of these jobs lately, and I don't, know, I don't know who's putting them together, if it's somebody that's really old school. I don't know if it's a template that they're throwing together because they're lazy, but some of these requirements for the job is I mean, and if that's Look, I'm not saying that, hey, just take any dope and hire them, but the way it's working now, I don't know when the last time you guys applied for a job, but the, the way it's working now is pages of requirements, pages of degrees that you need, and they'll say, we'll pay you, let's say I'll pull a number out of my butt, $90,000 a year. Right? And they're like, okay, cool. And you apply for it, and you apply for it, and you apply and to- You go there, and you're totally qualified. I got every check off every degree, check off every piece of experience, and then the company goes, <sighs> crap, we don't really want to pay $90,000 a year. Hey, this guy over here only has half the experience. We're only going to pay him 60. So let's do that. Everybody's cutting corners. That's why you're getting the service you're getting and the type of quality workers you're getting lately. Oh, yeah. Because that's what's happening.
4: And you got to realize, too, don't be intimidated by those kind of uh, postings either, because a lot of companies will, um, I guess they'll, over pad? No, they'll they'll ask for those degrees because they want to look good. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They don't want to, you know, if you write on there, I'll take any old slob. Right. You know, then, then you know, reflects <laughs> on the company. So they'll put all these degrees on there. And then somebody with no degrees will go in there, impress the guy, they'll hire him because, you well, know. Well,
5: sometimes also I think it's there to keep certain people away. If you're like, yeah. you know, this is just, I don't want to sift through 8,000 resumes of people that aren't even remotely qualified for this. But sometimes it's about who you know. And more than what you know sometimes all it takes is for you to get in front of a person and they click with you and they go you know what I like this guy I'm going to give him a chance
4: now career builder and all those websites you go to um, how many of those are actual real opportunities because I would imagine that they do that just to fulfill their requirement legally yeah. and then they go hire somebody they like already from within the company or somebody that they recommended a friend that another oh, half company half the time
5: jobs are posted and you go to apply for the job and it's not a job oh really So they're not hiring it's like, well, you have this posted. Oh, yeah, that's oh, all. But it says just, three days ago. No, we're right. we it's don't It's just to keep files
4: in case you have to hire somebody. You already did your EEO work. Wow. It's
5: interesting, isn't it?
4: Yeah, it's everything's a scam. God, the older you get, the more you realize. And
5: then you go in for the interview. I have friends looking for jobs now. That's why I, was, I know all this. But then you go in for the interview. Nobody is creative anymore. Nobody thinks on their own anymore. It's, this, it's the same old, same old, why did you apply for this job? where do you see yourself with the company in five years? Like, do you not have a brain inside of your head? No. You can't come up with, ask the person real questions that you need to know about them before you hire them.
4: Can you do this?
5: Yeah, exactly. What's with the BS question was cursed? What's with the stupid questions? I'm
4: with you all all the way. Hey, Smoke, when you applied for that head shop job, you have to go through all that interviewing garbage?
5: Uh, a little
7: bit, but not a whole lot. It's like, you know how to work the cash register? You know what this is? Yeah, of course you do. You know what this is? Yeah, of course you do. You know what this is? All right, cool. Uh, don't do this. Do not do this. Can you handle it? Great.
5: I'll never forget when I first started in radio, I was working in the promotions department for a radio station and they must have been really short staffed because they flipped the station down the hall to alternative and they said, we need a female DJ to be on the uh, on the air. You want to do it? And I was like, yeah, but I don't know how. I've never been on the air before. And I was like, sure, I don't know how. And they're like, here's your headphones. That's how you turn the mic on. You're on from two to seven. Have a good time. And I was like, what? <laughs> so I ran down the hall to the guy at the Top 40 station. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Come help me. He's like, I got you. And he like gave me a quick tutorial on how to run the board and how to bin That's how I started in radio. I was wow. not qualified at
7: all. See, and- that's nice start, though, as alternative, because you really don't have to you know, Put who cares what you
5: sound like on a alternative station? Up? You know, it's me,
7: Jill, on 95X. <laughs>
5: <laughs> uh, what got me started on this was that 40% of people lie on their resume frequently. Wow. 40%? Yeah.
7: That's a lot. That's Why high.
5: haven't I been doing that this whole time?
7: I could just.
4: But who reads a resume, seriously? Some, As a manager. I mean,
7: yeah, you've been a manager, Rick. <laughs> Are yeah,
4: you calling can... the college to make sure, sure I go? You see the crap that's on resumes? It's so boring. I know. And you get through the first sentence, you're like, oh, God.
5: Some people have made up, I was just reading this. This. Some people have made up full blown positions that don't even exist, saying that they did it for a company that doesn't even exist, and then they put a reference that like their is their friend that would be like the fake CEO of said company that I just yeah, made up. Yeah,
2: I'm the CEO <laughs> of the company, man. This is Brian.
5: <laughs> Very interesting. All right, get a load of this. This is insane to me. When I read stories like this, it blows my mind. This is a, a an Australian cruise ship took a detour uh, as a rescue effort. There's this guy named Tom Robinson. He's a 24-year-old Australian man. He was attempting to row across the Pacific. <laughs> I don't know why you would do that, but that's what he was doing. Oh, my God. Do you this, remember? Go ahead. This was late Wednesday evening, and he was on the final leg of his 15-month journey. 15-month journey. He, he blasted, made it that far? Yes, he sure did. Uh, he's oh. an endurance rower. He was sitting in his rowboat. When a rogue wave came out of nowhere, capsized his vessel near uh, the island nation of Vanatu in the South Pacific. Oh, Vanatu.
4: Yeah. I read the book, Embarrassment of Mangos. There you go.
5: (laughs) So he escaped, climbed up onto the overtone, like the boat, the boat had flipped over and he climbed up onto the top of it, right? And he used an emergency beacon to send out a distress signal. So he was soon spotted by a French Navy aircraft. They forwarded his location to another ship. Right. Um, and then a cruise ship took uh, its 2,000 passengers on a 100, this cruise ship that I was telling you about, right. took a little detour, 124 mile detour to pick up this stranded sailor um, so that they could get to him the next morning. Wow. So they just like, can you imagine being on a cruise ship out in the middle yeah. of nowhere and they're like, hey guys, we're going to take a little detour. There's somebody stranded in the middle of the ocean. He's trying oh, to row. I'm
7: supposed to zipline tomorrow. <laughs>
5: It said he felt bad. He said, I feel so terrible because it caused an inconvenience to these passengers. Would you feel bad? I wouldn't. I'd be like, I want to live. So he was uh, reunited with his family. He's going to write a book about the experience. That's Uh. insane. Wilson! He's had that dream since he was fourteen. I don't have dreams like that. I don't have dreams of, of like danger. Yeah, let me face death for fifteen months and, you know, possibly get eaten by sharks on the daily.
4: That's amazing though. You remember Clint Johnson, the mayor of DeBerry for about thirteen seconds, who decided he was gonna Float to Cuba. Remember oh, that? Oh, yeah, that's right. And he, he was f- like,
7: I'm building a raft. And
4: everybody's was yeah. like, okay, he, buddy. He went I think to, you're done being mayor now. He went to Daytona. I think he floated out to the ocean and fell asleep. <laughs> and then yeah, the and cop, he got like a mile out there. They're like, buddy, no.
7: The get, Coast get Guard had to go
5: get him the next morning. Everything in the sea scares me. I have a question for you. Ready? This is a what would you rather. This is an impossible. I can't answer this question. It's impossible. Would you rather be deeply submerged into the sea not, I mean obviously you're in something But go way way down into the sea Or Up in space Floating around Up in space Both scare the crap out of me
4: Yeah but I wouldn't feel
5: up Claustrophobic in up in space Yeah Well
4: either way you're gonna
7: die Yeah I was gonna say That's instant death That's yeah, what I'm so saying I mean way. you're in
5: a suit Let's say you're in a spacesuit, But you're floating around God knows what's gonna happen to you You're yeah. floating up there
4: Whee! I don't know.
7: Or just...
5: lost in the sea Down underneath somewhere Like, in like a similar... like how deep? Like... Uh, uh, deep
4: Yeah space. At least I enjoyed the trip down. Dumb. my suit burns off. I don't know, man.
5: Isn't that a horrible question? I just had to ask you, because somebody asked me that the other day, and I was like, "Ah, I don't know how to answer that.
4: Oh, God, I miss playing Would You Rather, but you can't do it on the air. No, No. you can't. No, that gets... It always involves orifices and (laughs) rotting tomatoes and...
5: Okay. So, remember when... Dwayne The Rock Johnson got on with Oprah after the Maui fires. Oh,
4: tone deafness.
5: And they were like, we're going to raise the GoFundMe page, and we want you guys to donate. Meanwhile, it's like, aren't both of y'all millionaires? Billionaire. I was just wondering. Oprah's a billionaire. Yeah. So... The Rock is finally speaking out because he got so much backlash about this fund that him and Oprah came out. They faced a lot of criticism because they're celebrities, a lot of money, asking people in to donate money when they have all this money, right?
7: The sad part for me is the fact that it took the backlash for you to realize that, oh, wait, is this insensitive?
5: I mean, they, they kicked in $10 million from their own pocket. Did but they, though? It's what it, that's what it says. Uh, I didn't go like check their bank account statement, so I don't know for
6: sure. Oh, I'm just I, telling you uh, what the story says.
7: I heard that they... Promised to contribute ten million from whatever fund that they were creating, Uh, not that they put the money up.
6: Oh,
5: it says, and then the money
7: was like somehow missing.
5: This says here they kicked in ten million dollars from their own pockets, is what the story says right in front of me. Hmm. So I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Um, And they're like, yeah, what's billionaires doing asking people that are living paycheck to paycheck? To kind of donate, because a lot of people commented. They're like, you know, I would, but I'm broke. So, like, you have a million, you know, you're a millionaire. You're a billionaire. So, what? So he was uh, finally made a statement about the whole thing. When we first launched the fund, uh, there was some backlash
1: that came with launching the fund. And I want to address and acknowledge that backlash right now. And here's what I have to say about that. I get it. And I completely understand. And I could have been better. And next time I will be better. And I understand, you know... Money ain't falling out of the sky, and it's not growing on trees. And there's a lot of people out there who's living paycheck to paycheck. And I get it, and I know what that's like. I've lived paycheck to paycheck. Seven bucks, I know. I know what that's like. And when you are living paycheck to paycheck, I don't wanna speak for everybody, I'll speak for myself, but I feel it's connected. When you're living paycheck to paycheck, I was easily pissed off and I was frustrated. And the last thing you wanna hear when you are living paycheck to paycheck, Is someone asking you for money Mm. Especially when The person asking you for money Already has a lot of money Mm. So I get it I understand I've never launched a fund before uh, But I'm a quick study And lesson learned I won't do that again
5: Sorry about that Oprah told me to do it And I listened to her Because she's Oprah And then I was like Oh that was dumb Yeah a lot of money
7: had to lend my cred to her because hers is gone. Like you live there, Oprah. You yeah. have more incentive than anybody, and more money than anybody. Your
5: house didn't burn down somehow.
7: It's weird. Yeah, isn't like, that strange? I'm sure you don't have anybody sleeping there outside
5: of Steadman's doghouse.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
5: and finally, uh, the Exorcist believer. It's the new Exorcist movie. What? That just came out. Another one. It beat out Barbie, which is the first time Barbie has dropped out of the top ten. Um, so Barbie's trying to come back in and capitalize off of the success of the new
2: Exorcist. Hey kids, get the hottest new toy that combines two of this year's hottest movies. It's Exorcist Barbie. The power of Ken compels you. The power of Ken compels you. Exorcist Barbie has everything you want in a demon-possessed toy. Like a head that spins all the way around. A pull string to make her talk. Hey
11: everyone, let's go shopping!
2: inhale. And with the push of a button, Exorcist Barbie also vomits pea soup. (laughs) Plus, she can levitate over her Malibu dream bed. Arm restraints sold separately. Hey, everyone. Let's pee on the carpet. Exorcist Barbie. (laughs) Possess one today. Steal money from your mommy's wallet and buy one now. I know.
6: It's crazy, right?
3: Crazy talk. You know, it's just easier to call you stupid. Now, stupid news on the Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill in Spokestag.
4: I don't get it. Detroit. This firefighter decided he was going to take pictures of himself naked in the fire department next to the fire trucks. Yeah, Whoa. baby,
5: make a calendar <laughs> for That's
4: what his what I'm no? OnlyFans. About. He wasn't doing it for anybody. was didn't have an OnlyFans? He was just standing there naked and took pictures, and everybody's upset, and he was suspended, and then the even the anchor at the Detroit Seven newscast was very upset.
10: This is one of the many photos taken and shared on social media. Oh. A Detroit firefighter, naked, mm. inside a city fire hall next to a fire truck. Mm. Another, showing private body parts and his driver's <gasps> license. This photo's so upsetting, we had to blur everything. Yeah, oh.
4: for some reason, the guy was naked and held his driver's license next to his wiener and took a picture of it. <laughs> what the hell is that all about? The upset anchor goes ahead.
10: And there's this photo with a firefighter in uniform with his pants down. <laughs> Fellow firefighters were so mad about those photos, calling it a disgrace to the department, an embarrassment for all firefighters. Do you
4: think they actually said that? Or do you think the anchor's throwing that in there, the newscaster throwing that I don't that
5: think the guys give a crap. I'm trying to look it up to see what he looks like, because you know darn well if it's like a hot, fit dude, nobody would be saying this. No, no, he's just...
4: he's pretty pretty decently fit, but you can't see his face or anything else. It's all blurred out. Anyway, here's the upset part. She goes over to the
3: firefighter headquarters.
10: This is how the executive fire commissioner responded when we first exposed the
3: issue. So, you know what? Until the investigation is over, I, I really don't want to comment on that. At the end of the day, you know, we um, hold all our members to a certain standard, and um, we just want to make sure do an investigation that those standards were met.
10: Since then, we've learned the city investigated, suspended the firefighter for 29 days without pay, and now he's back on the job.
4: She's very upset. Very upset. Big, big story. Uh,
5: yeah. So, have Detroit. you seen her? She looks like lots of things upset her from time to time. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Yeah, she's very <laughs> upset.
2: He's naked. He is butt naked. Naked. Not naked. <laughs> I was not naked. <laughs> he's without the pair on him. Wow. He's without
10: apparel. I love that.
4: <laughs> so was he wearing the hat? or just- No, no, not at all. No, I tried I, to look it up, but got weird links. You know, they, they're <laughs> so hung up on their newscast kind of sound that they didn't get to the point. Like, why is he naked? That's what I want to know. What are you doing? That's all I want to know. We
7: it, need to feign shame because we all looked at him and thought they were pretty good.
5: Is it... Does he have an OnlyFans account? Is he mad at the rest of the...
4: We don't know because they didn't say it on the newscast. was all about the st- accountability yeah. and the standards of the accountability. I just the- didn't know
5: if he was like, I don't like these guys. I'm going to show them. Here's my dong. Based so I on know what was he was like- doing with the fire hose, we had to blur
4: the entire <laughs> yeah. photo. And for once, they have a working a working palette for puns and they didn't use it. No, That's she a-
5: was upset. She just was... Did you see her haircut? Very it's upset. Very, I'm yeah. upset at things haircut. Yeah, she, she never
4: has mad. sex with anybody, right? No. Never. Okay. Yeah, the pun opportunities were, we're so... Oh, great. A fire department naked guy. Come on, hose should be used at least 20 times in that newscast. He scandal. was displaying his own hose in front of the fire truck. he has got a large ladder. You know, all that stuff. <laughs>
5: missed opportunity. Yeah.
4: <laughs> all right, this guy bit into something in KFC. He's in the UK. Went public with his dangerous, dangerous surprise. Uh-huh. What was it? Ah, screw him. Callum what? Feehan, it's it's you a know, and it's an like aluminum drywall screw. No, no, it's actually like a sheet metal screw. Oh. So I'm thinking it fell out of the uh, fryer uh, uh. The hood or something. Callum Feehan, 25, said he picked a fistful of fries, and when he popped them in his mouth, a screw fell out and back into the little plastic container. Oh, he didn't bite into it. Uh, the IT worker says he hadn't heard back from KFC's X account, which is of course Twitter, when he initially complained that. It was only after he threatened to inform the Environmental Health Department that they asked where and when this happened. At this point, he hasn't heard back from them either. So I'll be seems
7: contacting to... my attorney.
4: Yeah, about to
3: screw.
7: Mm. Yeah, I've lost the capacity to enjoy fries. <laughs> I need <laughs> financial compensation.
4: <laughs> uh, seven strange superstitions from across the world. In India, trimming your nails before bed is often considered bad luck. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Menstrual blood is considered unclean in many cultures, and menstruating women are often isolated to separate rooms while they're menstruating.
5: Okay, I could have gone all day without hearing that. Well,
4: I'm just telling you (laughs) how lucky you got it. In South Korea, there's a superstition called fan death. If a person falls asleep with the fan on, they could die.
5: Oh, no, I sleep with the fan on all day. Every night, every night, I can't not sleep with it.
4: It's just a matter of time, Jill. Bad juju. I got
5: the one on the ceiling, and I plug one in. (gasps) I got double fans. That's right.
4: You need to be careful. According to Muslim Hadith, the evil eye is real. The evil eye, which is uh, rooted in jealousy or envy, can cause harm and misfortune to one that it falls upon. Jealousy is a,
7: a sin, man. Well, the evil eye is a thing in Italian superstition, too.
4: In where you Ken- hang
5: the red pepper from your car, here.
4: It's a cornicello. Mm-hmm. In Kenya, when your left palm itches, some people think it means you're in for a windfall of money. I've heard that a million times. Yeah,
7: it never happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's the one just that means dry skin. you're company? Like your spoons do something weird?
5: What? Do you have any superstition? I had the one with if your palm is itchy. I can never remember which one it is. Is it your left or right? One of them means money.
4: Oh, That's what he, The other coming. means you're lonely? I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Most Americans know that finding a penny on the ground is good luck, but why? Apparently in ancient times, metal was considered a gift from the gods. Only if it's heads up. I see. In Japan, patients often want to be discharged on a lucky versus unlucky day, thus increasing hospital mm. costs because a lot of times you have to keep them there until the lucky day comes around. Well,
5: now they want you out of there as quick as possible.
4: This one-eyed teacher... Uh, she has uh, collected eyeballs, and her kids love it. Special education teacher who lost her left eye in an accident. Says her students adore her $170,000 collection of glass eyeballs.
5: Have you seen them? Whoa. Nope. Some of them have glitter, some of them are little swirlies. They got different designs. I
7: mean, I suppose if I had a glass eye I could pop out, I'd be swapping them for every outfit,
4: you know? It'd be fun. Yep. Uh, anyway, she's uh, bringing her. Her name is Sunshine Jones. No, it's not. <laughs> Sunshine Jones. Sunshine Jones coming out. Yes, she does. (laughs) I got a glass eye, Jones. (laughs) Anyway,
12: (laughs) forget it. Ready to take your vision to the next level? I sure am. Well, why not try a pair of $170,000 fake eyes? At $170,000 Fake Eye Crafters, we can make that happen. We have a huge selection of $170,000 fake eyes that will be ready in about an hour. My vision is terrible, and glasses are so
1: boring and lame. Well, I went to $170,000 fake. Eye crafters and got a pair of $170,000 fake eyes in about an hour. I mean, sure, I had to sell my house to be able to afford them, but everybody's talking about my $170,000 fake eyes, especially my accountant. He can't believe I got them.
12: $170,000 fake eye crafters. Get your $170,000 fake eyes today.
3: The Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack.
12: I don't
11: mean to offend you. Then don't. On
3: 1059 Sunny FM.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.